What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. New, 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 new world order. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce wayne is ish the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Order. Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, prognosticator Coach Radamus. You're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF, every woman's fantasy, and CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized <laughs> champion of YouTube, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, and the best edutainment here on YouTube. Today's show there is no God in marriage, and we're going to reveal the proof on the inside of this video. And as you guys know, I went toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the roommates last October, and I whipped him into the rope and gave him a big boot, and I bounced off the rope, and I gave him the big leg drop by revealing to the world, yes, the world here, new, 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 new world order. that there's no God in marriage. None. None. Now, I know a lot of you people want to get married under the name of the Lord, yo, church pastor, Pastor Porkchop and Deacon Clapcheeks wants to run your marital service. Okay. They want to run your marital service. You're going to get married under God, individual, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all till death do you part. But there's only one thing. There's no God in your marriage in America. Unbelievable. We're going to reveal the truth. I'm going to show you the clip as a matter of fact. We'll show you a little bit of that interview in case you missed it, because you guys got to have a, a there's a lot of new people in here. OK, there's a lot of new people in this world, and I know some of the people that you came into this space with, you think they've been here for a long time, but they're they're just been here for a little while. And so at the end of it, CGA is the reason ninjas got deals the past few years. Sound anything like Greg, then sign right here and. Y'all just talking. I'm doing it well. CGE, CGA, MF, uh, I'm going to give them some hell. Yo. All right. <laughs> All right. But anyway, sound anything like Greg, this sign right here. A lot of these people, man, have taken these prostituted our talking points. <laughs> prostituted our talking points. And we got to bring it back to the reality because nobody's saying this. There is no God in marriage. They don't have the balls to say it, but I do. And I'm going to show you. The United States Patents Office allegedly has the patent on marriage. All right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to show you. There's a video on valuetainment money. In my appearance, there's Hafiz. Everybody thought, oh, Hafiz is going to give Coach Greg Adams the business. And I had Hafiz shuffling. My man was just on the ropes, staggering, stumbling, slipping, and tumbling. <laughs> All right. And so go ahead and take a look here. I'll advance it. And CGA is going to deliver the big boot right about here. All right. Here we go. There's no God in marriage in the United States. So that's kind of misleading. And people will find that out if your marriage is destroyed. You go back to your pastor and you say, hey, my marriage is being destroyed. He has no power over that because it is a state agreement. So I will bring you back to make sure you understand. And I counsel men. There's no God in marriage. Uh oh, don't, 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 don't. Yep, yep. Oh, yep. my man starts shuffling after that. 
My man starts shuffling. He could not handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right. You can't handle the truth. Now, I know people are going to say I'm bitter and hurt, but when I reveal the truth here, there is a actual diagram to show you that there is no God in marriage. All right. So that's going to be the main event of today's show. And when I'm talking about in marriage, I'm talking about the United States of America. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, where are we at here to contribute to today's show? Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. All right. PayPal. I'm sorry. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the new, 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 new world order. Notorious CGA channel. You can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right. And if you ever wanted to get married or have been divorced, you're going to get an education today. I'm going to give you an education that nobody. Remember, I tell you the things that they don't want you to know. I tell you the things that they don't want you to know. Men only find out these things when the marriage is ending or when their wife says, no punani tonight. And you says, well, I got something for you. Get out of here. And she says, oh, I got something for you. Ninja, it's called a divorce. And you're about to take an L. She knows, remember I tell you, the divorce is planned before the wedding. The divorce is planned before the wedding. I'm giving you info that should be taught to men in public education, the public school indoctrination camp. But do they tell you this? Nope. Do you, does your wife before she marries you tells you this? Nope. Does your mama tell you this? Nope. Does your daddy tell you this? Nope. The OG uncle, big CGA, is in the house to tell you guys everything that you need to know before you do the do with any without further ado let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show albert wesker says coach did a feast like a loser leave he says coach did a feast like a loser leaves town match indeed and he had to come back and uh you know he he actually went in into another territory and then um started going in on pearly and took my shine all right uh all right shout out to marriage causes divorce hollywood and religion lied to us the 50-year marriage is dead. It's gone. It's gone. Guys, it ain't never coming back, by the way. It's gone, though. Have, do you know anybody married for 50 years? I mean, how many people have you known to celebrate? Not even on Facebook, 50-year marriage. Or you'd have to get married at 18. Okay, if you got married at 30, there ain't going to be no 50 years. Okay, even the 30-year marriage is on the ropes. The 30 years. He says scientists like Dr. David Buss has shown that humans mate switch and don't pair bond like birds. She, she's always looking for another bull. And yeah, she's always looking for another bull. And there's always another bull in the ring. Always. Even if you don't want to know about it, there's always another bull in the ring. But I just have to say, ladies, you're like, no, not so. Well, I'm going to tell you, there's always another peace leave in the ring for me. I'm going to just let y'all know right now. When it comes to me, there's always the junior college on the always on delivery speed dial ninja speed text all right don't get too comfortable like future said chick don't get too comfortable don't get too comfortable because this be like oh word oh okay gotcha take your ass home because there's always <laughs> i always got somebody in my back pocket shout out to the junior college man them girls hungry out here they in the bind to rent due today your rent's due motherfucker. my phone already blowing up this morning your girlfriends your wives all of the girls you macking, all of the girls you using your mouthpiece on. Yes, they're talking about dropping mouthpiece on CGA this morning. Your rent 
Saints do, motherfucker. It is. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. All right. Uh, what are we doing here? All right. Uh, anyway, it's the first of the month. What are your future wives are doing out here? Your future wives are out here. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we got to show you what your future wives are doing out here in a minute. Shout out to Vino. He says a BW at my job got her gets her husband and her son to come fight a 20 year old guy because she felt disrespected in an argument. Death by step simp allegedly cheating with the Tyrone manager and son husband all were suspended. This is the collateral damage. This reminds me of the case of Dominique Jones. Dominique Jones um, sent her three brothers and his gang, a posse, his posse, whatever. And one of them left with a life laying on the ground. <laughs> All right. They got in the car, but this, his soul was doomed all because of BW had her feelings hurt and she could not win an argument. Remember women don't get into arguments to win. They get in. I'm sorry. They don't get in. I'll say it again. Women don't get into arguments to make sense. Women get in arguments to win. All right. It don't have to make sense. That means if somebody got to die for her to win the argument, somebody will. And ladies, if you're saying men do this too, let me rephrase this. And men do do it too. Yes, emotional ass men. Ninjas that you deal with. All right, yes. Those type of men, these goofy ass pookies, these wannabe ass max, these fake ass pimps. Yeah, they do it too, too. Yes, they do. They look, they'll lose their life over a piece of punani. Whether it's their sister's punani. Hey, somebody's bothering my punani. And here this ninja come right here. Yeah, we train men. I teach men everything that they don't want to teach you. They want you out here being reckless, losing your life because she's emotional and you're emotional. No. I'm always ask what happened. Oh, word. Okay. What you do in this situation? <laughs> what did you do to cause this? All right. I ain't going to be running out there losing my life because you in your feelings. Not I. Return of the Mac. All right, we got a uh, who is this in here? Top villain, top villain. He says, Coach, it's the first of the month. Hit me with it. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Dude, I got the junior college, junior college deluxe sophomore. All right, not even a Biden freshman. I got a full sophomore ready to go, raring to go. And I'm like, I'm in a bind, Nate. Dang. <laughs> I was like, what's going on in your dorm room this morning? She already on my phone piping hot. Like, hello, daddy. She's like, she's sitting there like, damn, daddy. All right. All the dorm ninjas looking. You know how they look. I got the dorm. I got the dumb, the dumb ninja look. She like, the dumb ninja's like, where are you going? I see like, I got to go run an errand real quick. Damn, daddy. <laughs> I got to go run a quick errand. She tip on out. Come on back. Leaking. Raring to go. All right. So anyway, <laughs> let me see here. We got Vino Telemann and Top Bill and said it's the first of the month. Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props do. The Working Man Podcast. Been watching this Travis Rudolph trial. That woman is pure evil. She's ducking all accountability. It's an evil world we live in. 
It's an evil world. We yeah, live that in. woman, Dominique Jones, I believe her last name is Jones in the Travis Rudolph case. We're going to have to do a what is today? We're going to have to do a, a big show on this case. I talked about it a little bit. There were some things that I didn't even know. I was completely out of context. So maybe Friday morning tomorrow, we'll do a big show on this pure evil woman that has got this man about to lose his freedom because she sent the hounds. She sent the hound dogs to this dude. Women don't know nothing better to do than the sick hound dogs on ninjas. When I say ninjas, that's all of us, y'all. Our brothers, brothers. That's all they do is just sick hound dogs on you all day long. She, they sick. They remember they're you know especially sisters, black women, hyenas. They call them. They're two degrees removed from Pookie, so they know a Pookie that's in your way. They got Pookies in their family. Okay, and if they can't send a Pookie, they'll send a, a a piece of trailer park trash. Ninja on a motorcycle with tattoos to try to delete you. Indeed. If they if they can't send him, they'll send child support. <laughs> right. If they can't send child support, they'll send the family court. They always sitting around plotting, thotting and plotting, thotting and plotting. And I ain't lying. All right. I ain't lying. <laughs> Face facts says there's no God in marriage and the pro wax can find white supremacy everywhere. But the child support and the welfare office. Isn't that interesting? White supremacy is everywhere. It's everywhere. You don't see it. All right. Don't get me started. I'm going to have to get on with the show. Hey, look, what is your future wife doing here on the first of the month? Well, let's go ahead and show you guys. Uh, oh, by the way, did you see me on Twitch? I was on Twitch last night and a couple of brothers joined in, man. We had a brother. I was playing. There it is right there. Twitch. I got a couple of extra followers. We were on Twitch. I was playing Major League Baseball, the show. I was playing PGA Tour, EA Sports, PGA Tour 23. I was golfing it up with my character. I was out there losing a baseball game, first game of the season I done lost. And we had a brother over there, a former college baseball catcher, helping me out, dialing it up when I had uh, Dustin May on the mound. All right, but I was on Twitch. Join me over on Twitch. I don't have a schedule yet. I will just pop over there and pop over there because I'm rearing to go. All right, what are we doing here? What did I say I was doing? Oh, your future wives. <laughs> okay, let's talk about your future wives. Where are they at? Where's she at? Um, okay, hold on for a second. Did I delete the did I delete it? I delete oh, it's for straggling sniggle later on. So look, that means I need to get on with the show. All right, let's talk about doom and gloom. Let's talk about doom and gloom. Doom and gloom CGA finances. Okay. Uh, what's going on in your world? All right, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Here we go. The federal debt borrowing limit. Do you guys know that you guys are living on the edge? You're living on the edge financially. Take a look. This is a chart that talks about Congress. You know, it's normally the president is involved in this, but Congress, who sets the federal debt borrowing limit and how it's raised throughout the years and through all the presidential terms. Um, once we went off the gold standard, we're basically with fiat currency. I don't want to go into all of it, but um, because I don't got time for this shit. All right. But most of you guys don't know the half. Take a look at this chart, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look at this chart. I got money. This is called a house of cards. I mean, this is essentially kind of what led to the collapse. Down, There's a whole bunch of stuff in here, but we're living. This is a house of cards, man. This this, this doesn't even make sense as to um, how we're able to just 
live on this debt on a on on a permanent debt, raising the debt to three thirty trillion dollars. First time, highest ever, highest ever, thirty trillion dollars. This is he says, get the tin cup ready. This is how an empire falls. Okay, he says the one million dollar note comes. Yeah, this is how you you for instance can go from the 1950s and support a family off of $20,000 a year. You can buy a house for $60,000 a year to now it is very much possible, almost impossible to live off 75,000. I mean, for a lot of places in a lot of metropolitan areas. Now I know in Lubbock, Texas, you're living like a king, but a lot of people live in metropolises. They can't live off 75 K. So eventually what that does is it just raised the standard of living right to a, a higher level. So when a guy says the $1 million notes are coming, it's obvious. I mean, that's how that's how you could go to a country and they're like, that'll be 50,000 pesos. You're like, 50,000? Like, how did it get? It will be not out of the realm of possibility that we'll get rid of the ones and the fives, maybe the 20s, and we'll be living off the 50s, hundreds, and the $1,000 bills, maybe the million-dollar notes. I mean, mm. how you going <laughs> to? At least a half a million dollar note. Jesus. And some of these presidents, man, some of these debt limits have rose tremendously under certain presidents uh, here in 2007. Um, yeah, capitalism ends like ends up like this. It, that's what it does. Right. Right. Um, the only way is now the great coach Alini to take over. Under President Obama's years, I want you to take a look. President Obama served from 2008 to 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Take a look. $8.9 trillion. It was already going up high. By the time Obama left the office, it was up to 19.5. That's his reign right there. That's his reign. And now, listen, I don't have nothing against the man, but his shit went up significantly, bro. <laughs> President, Obama, President Obama's presidency took the debt limit and the total federal debt to new heights. I mean, he almost quadrupled it. He almost quadrupled it. Yeah, quadrupled. Mm. <laughs> All right. And then you take it to where here. All right. Uh, President Trump's presidency went from 19 to 26, 19 to 26. All right. So it was out of control. And there's Biden. All right. So Biden's going to get a lot of the blame for this. But uh, as you can see, uh, starting here, you know, uh, entering into uh, right here when the gold standard, right, right there after Nixon going into Ford. Yeah, as you can see, once you go off the gold standard, it start to take off of the total U.S. debt. All right. So, look, man, this is not an economics class, Ninja. I'm just telling you guys, I, I say this because I I'm not truly completely knowledgeable about the situation and you don't have to be. I just have an intuition. They call me Coach Adamas. I'm telling you, this can't last. Mm. You better. You better. Have a plan, Ninja, all right, because shit's about to hit the fan financially, economically, for not the country, but for a lot of Americans. By the way, anybody that tells me they don't see women walking around the street homeless, I was driving today. I see them all the time. I was driving by today, and there was a black woman in a, in a sports bra and some, not booty shorts, but like biker shorts. And behind her, she was carrying luggage, all right, and she was walking around straggle. I was like, damn, bro. I mean, it's. And, and people act like they don't see it because we intuitively have blinders on our eyes. We don't want to see the ugly. And I've been telling you, it's getting ugly out here for a lot of people. And it's mostly the people in poverty or close to the lower middle class. 
I did an entire stream on the class system and the four classes in the middle class. Those people at the bottom of the middle class, they're getting sunken like a battleship. So um, I see them all the time. And uh, it's going to basically, you know, as we continue to kick this can down the road, it's going to be more and more people. The gap's going to get widened. And a lot of people are taking money right off the top, man. It's crazy, 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 crazy. We're dealing with it. And, and anybody who's in denial about this, I, I really feel sorry for you because you're really not looking at it objectively. You're trying to just ignore the problem, kick the can down the road and hope that it gets better. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Not me. All right. But we ninja, we all right. Let's get to it here. Next one. Speaking of trouble. Here's a funny clip about um what what we call the what I call the grifter system of the therapists and counselors. Shout out to the real therapists and counselors out here. But apparently here's a meme. People are getting up They're They're figuring it out. It says therapists. When a white girl with blue hair and a septum ring walks into the office. I can't play the music, but let's kick it. All right, so there you hear the money. The money the money counter is going. Therapist when a white girl with blue hair and a septum ring walks into their office, right? The Zazers and the them hers and the day days and the stay stays and they over there stay stay stay. Ooh, ooh. What about single black women, right? What about white women, period? All right, bro. They are running a whole industry out here, bro. They be like sitting around like this. I'm rich, bitch. All right, push it to the limit. Let's make that money. Tony Montana. All right, let's make that money. You see it right there, brothers. You see it right there. And that industry definitely is one of the biggest grifts of all time. But listen, if your punk ass need help, go get some help. All right, go get some help. Like Michael Jordan said. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I will continue to call it out and challenge it. I don't care. All right. I don't care. People use that shit because number one, they can't get over silly shit. Or number two, they can be a victim. It's an automatic victim card. And nothing worse than an automatic victim out here. All right. Let me catch up on Super Chats and all of that stuff. We're going to get in a straggle. And Sniggle Theater, I appreciate the earlier contributions to the day show. And do me a favor, hit the like button if you like what you see and what you hear. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We got to get up, get up, get up. Wake up. And I said, my sister was only dressed. She going to run and get my stash. <laughs> I try to see. Uh, hey, um, if you're ever bored, if you're ever bored, listen to Bone Thugs and Harmony and see if you can hear what they're talking about. And then guess the lyrics. All right. Wake up. And I see my sister was already dressed. She said, so run and get, get my stash. <laughs> All right, boom, boom, boom. hey man, and then see, just that's what I do when I'm bored. If I'm ever bored, I'm mean, like, I'm gonna guess Bone Thugs and Harmony lyrics, and see how much I get right. <laughs> right, and then I'll be like, East ninety nine is what you find me slinging my yay yo baby. Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run, run. And I'll be like this, looking. I'm like, damn, is that what he really said? All right, I didn't really know what he was talking about, but that makes sense now. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, shout out to I can't remember who what name you go under, but I appreciate you out here. We're going to call you. Uh, anyway, he says, I've been able to get a second from bad. Wait, I've been able to get it. Wait a minute. Did I skip? A, did, did I skip one? <laughs> it says, uh, I've been able to get a second from my bad choices with women I made. He says, why would any man on earth get married or commit to a woman? 
it's a lost cause. Listen to CGA and other great men who've learned from these issues. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to you, brother. Yeah, don't get a second marriage, man, out here. I don't know. All right, Sizzo, what did you say, brother? He says, Coach, please drop the breaking news sound. He says, we might have a new free agent lifestyle recruit on our hands. Prince Simp Harry and Meghan Markle's marriage is on the rocks, according to an inside source. Says, matter of fact, hit me with the, you know what? New, 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 the new, simp new list is going to be thick this year. Yeah, brother. We got we got party leading the parade out here today. Uh, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle's husband. Yeah, I did a, I did a part of the show where we talked about them. Parents, Francais, Coach Adamus is right again, showing my support. There's a video. It says, um, world's most active robot asking, ask about AI taking over. Oh, boy. Man, AI taking new, over. New, 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 new world you, we know how this movie ends. <laughs> okay. Anybody that thinks AI, there's listen, there's going to be some great things about AI. But if we put all of our hopes and faith in AI, we know how this shit ends. They're going to take us over. They're going to take over humanity. Okay. They're going to take over humanity. Like it, it's what it is. I know they're going to, they're going to, they're going to force us out. It's going to be too easy too. It's too simple. You did, did you see iRobot? You see iRobot? I mean, it's simple. They, all they got to do is sink in and lock us in our cars and shit in the middle of the day, the, the, um, the Vegas desert, <laughs> right? They'll be like, all right, it's a heat wave in America. Click. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and we locked in our cars and shit. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> locked in your electric car. <laughs> we in there, help. And the robot's just looking at you smiling. Y'all didn't see Megan. Y'all didn't see Megan. Come on, man. It's too easy. You know what? Because most Americans, most, most Americans are morons. Y'all will be done. <laughs> All right, cooking. Y'all will be cooking in there at the window. <laughs> Rosie. Rosie the robot. Mm. All right, anyway. <laughs> he says break the window. All right, anyway. Some of y'all, who can break a window? Who can break a car window? I mean, listen, hey, Hollywood, if you really want the best script writer here, I got a mind that is like no other. Yes, I'm not going to hit you with that vir virtue signaling BS. You want the best mind in Hollywood? You want the best? New, 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 new world. I will make you guys rich. Yeah, forget. I don't care about no YouTube monetization today. I will be, I will make you rich and, <laughs> and I will be rich. And stop stealing from my stuff, Hollywood. I know you watch me. New, 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 new I got comedians. World. I got actors watching me. Y'all put y'all goofy shit in my script and your scripts. You put my sh stuff in your scripts, and then essentially what you do is mess up my jokes. Stop. New, 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 new world. <laughs> All right, anyway. Kevin W., happy virtue signaling month, coach. And the coach gang, what's up for June 15th? You know, for June 15th. It's barbecue in there. And um, is it reading rainbow month? All right, let's give it. Let's give our best to the people who we can't talk about. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, it's June 1st. Did, did, did your company change your logos? It's June 1st. We just got to let them know, man. We celebrated Black History Month, but you didn't just need <laughs> Target. Where are you at? I refuse to go to Target, by the way. 
All right. So anyway, shout out to KW with the virtue signaling. We got Juneteenth coming up. Got Juneteenth coming up. Y'all ninjas ready for Juneteenth? It's barbecue out there. Where we got here? We got our no government name. What's up, coach? Love my coach gang. We represent the grind. Hard work when the odds are against us. While most people are lazy knuckle draggers. In my 40s, I get highly annoyed at people who don't hustle. We are demonetized underdogs, but we still wake up early and get it. He says, love you, bigot. No Cuomo. Appreciate you out there. Is it? Is it National Bigot Month, too? <laughs> All right. It definitely is. Uh, by the way, he's absolutely right, man. I was still up. I got a new morning routine. All right. I got a new morning routine going on now uh, this week. And I get up 30 minutes earlier than I have been. All right. So that's I'm going to be, you know, I used to get up at 425 every morning. Uh, recently, I've been up at 430. I mean, 530. But um, I'm up at 515. Eventually, I'm going to be back up at five o'clock. All right. So um, and I ain't got no job. We got our man run for us run. Happy to announce I got promoted this week. Wow. Uh, which is something I've worked for extremely hard. I owe a part of my success to your message, so please accept this contribution as a token of my gratitude. He says, your inspiration was instrumental. Thank you so much, Coach. I still have to par partially support my single mother, but that's not something anyone can help me with. Shout out to you. All right, yeah, and I appreciate you. Congratulations on your promotion. That's a co-sponsorship. And my brother is on his way. Congratulations to you, brother, man. Listen, Ron Forrest run. Okay, he's got a single mother. Hey, guys, that is going to be something I warned you about. You single mother having ninjas. If you're an only child or you have a single mother and you're a male and you're one of these guys, I'm going to make a lot of money going on to my 40s, 50s, and 60s. One of the women that's going to have their hand out is your mama. Your mama. So you want to grind hard if you're a single child, you have a single mother, and you're only you're an elder elder male or something like that. She doesn't have a husband. She's not going to work really aggressively past 65. I mean, the exception to the rules are exception. It's actually proves the rule. Some of them don't work hard past 52. So if they are down bad, that's going to be you. Your mama is going to be. Yeah. Son, husband style. So you have you better have a plan. You better have a plan before. Uh, for your mother, you better have a plan for your mother because otherwise she's going to be out in these streets. All right. Anyway, in these streets, she, she and she going to give you all the guilt trip. Thomas Cripps, keep up the good work, coach. So I can focus on so my I could focus on my career. He said Chick-fil-A for lunch. And yeah, she's going to be telling you this, this is what you're oh, OK. I got to do what I got to do two more. Hey. Uh, your mother's going to be telling you all the crazy shortcuts and corners that she takes in order to survive. She's going to be looking at you like, yeah, and um, I go to McDonald's because they give senior citizen coffee for a dime. And then she's going to tell you, and then I go over there and I steal lettuce from my neighbor. And then I have two tomatoes that I buy from the store. And then I go over there. There's an onion patch around the corner. She's going to be telling you all the shit. And she'll be like, that's how I eat lunch and dinner. You're going to be like, damn, mom. For real? Then I go to Denny's at, at, at uh, and I go to Denny's at night for the $4.99 Grand Slam. You're like, sheesh. You know what she's doing? She's doing like your baby mama terrorist, <laughs> right? 
She just tugging at your heartstrings. Oh, mama, you need some food. Just go on and drop her off some groceries. You don't even need to drop them off. Just get your Amazon. Just get your Amazon account and get your baby. Not your baby mama. Not your baby mama. Yep. Get an Amazon account and then put a delivery address of your mama. Okay. And then just send her $25, $50 worth of groceries every week. Because that's what you're going to have to do. Or else she's going to come back looking like um, she's going to look like a, a dancer in a thriller video. She's going to be skinny and emaciated, eating dog food and shit. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just tell you, you go come see your mama. Come see your mama. She's going to come back. She's going to be skinny and frail like a skeleton. Everything's all right. <laughs> right? You're like, yo. Hey, man, single. Hey, son, husbands, get ready. This shit is real. This shit is real. Let me get back to the show because we got straggling sniggle. We'll catch up with the earlier super chats. Here we go. Ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like five fifty on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? People think I'm lying. I showed you stories of women that be sharing dog foods. Remember, I showed you the story of the woman that said, um, she said, she said, I only eat one meal a day, and that one meal I share and it's dog food. You guys, you don't. Do you guys know how people living out here? Do people don't realize people out here living foul, straggling sniggle theater? Oh, this is gonna be a heartbreaking straggling sniggle theater. We got uh, a woman, a black young black woman, losing her mind on an airplane. We have a man being accosted by his baby mama terrorist who threw him in jail. She won't let him go. We have a iron aboard sloppy yogurt uh, Kaylee straggle. Talking about trying and cocaine. We have two straggles who drove a car into an ocean. And we have a young straggle whose father caught her in the house getting the train. And he smacked her up pretty good. So we can't show her getting smacked up, but we'll tell you the show. Let's kick it off. All right. So we have the young black woman. Well, we can't call on straggle and sniggle. They're either a straggle or a sniggle. All right, so we, we don't care about the race. But here we go. A straggle is on the on the plane holding everybody up from getting home because she decided to hit the weed and drank before she got on Spirit Airline. Let's roll the film. You are doing what? Y'all can't even tell me what I did. You can't tell me what I did. It doesn't matter that I'm not going. You're yelling at him. You're keeping up everybody. Please leave. So we can go on. I'm, I'm lifting on my jacket so, to, so you can put the cuffs on me. What did I do? <laughs> Enjoy. All right, so let's take a look at what's happening here. You see her. She's hurt. She's bitter. And she's probably somebody else calling somebody bitter and hurt. And this black man already know it's over. He's like, take a look at this black man right here. He's like, damn, black woman losing her mind. It's over. We ain't going home. We ain't going home. He already know it's a wrap. He was like, I should not have booked Spirit Airlines. I knew I shouldn't have booked this shit. He already he already knows how this ends. Brothers ain't trying to brothers ain't trying to protect the black woman. He knows it's a wrap. Look at this ninja. <laughs> Look at our brother here. Just not a ninja. Look at our brother here. He already like, man, God, that bruh. Black woman lose her mind. See, here's the thing. We call him a straggle over here. Straggle loses her mind. She doesn't come back down. 
what, what you have to understand and what that man understands is she takes this to the abyss. Everybody knows if she gets out of line, there is never a chance. There's zero chance that she wakes up, snaps out of it and goes, okay, I was tripping. Let's just get home. He knows. He knows we're going to be, we're done. This is going to be over. She's going to get dragged out. She's going to get a uh, hog tied. She's going to have an uh, apple in her mouth. They're going to cook this bitch. She, this woman will, she will tear up the whole plane. He knows that. He was like, there's nothing. Hey man, he, he's like, there's nothing we can do. Just let her go off. You're not going home. He's <laughs> like, you're not going home. Here we go. <laughs> This young woman, this woman's too young. I mean, she gone. Come cuff me. See? Just take me in. Just to cuff me. It's gone. Too much ego, too much pride. She gone. Who did I offend? Right? She said, everybody. Who did I offend? Everybody. This woman's holding court on a plank. Tell me you ain't never been nowhere before. This ain't a Greyhound bus. Right here. What did I do to you? What did I say? Now, here's the sad part about it. Uh, there's a straggle bumping her hair, her hair weave, and Unk is standing up. Unk is standing up, and he about to smack the shit out of her, right? But um, all the white people know that they can't say anything, and this is how uh, straggles have terrorized white folks. White folks know they can't do or say anything. They can't hit her with an elbow in the nose. Nothing because they're going to be racist. They'll be they'll go to jail before her. Then she'll be an instant victim. So white folks are stuck. They're like, we can't say nothing to her. So they're hoping a straggle or an uncle that don't give a shit backhand pimp slaps her. All right. That's the only that's their only hope. <laughs> see, that's Unc right there. You see Unc? Unk with his pimp jacket on. Look at look at the brother looking like Hotep over here. Hotep is done. His single his mama his his baby mama right here done. And then Unk is about to pimp. He a free agent and an old school pimp. I didn't do. You're doing it now though. You you tripping? So now everybody gonna suffer. See, that's the abyss. That is the straggle abyss. Everybody's going to suffer because she's a pitiful human being. Look at this. Look at this woman here. You see this woman? She like, God dang. And she was like this when she was younger and she survived it. But she was like, they ain't nothing we can do. This straggled and lost her mind. Take a look. Look at how the black people know. You see the black people? They already know this is done. She lost her mind. It's over. Collateral damage. Right? It's over. She will take the plane down. She don't give a damn. No, that's no, bull. No, that's bull. Because somebody, one person complained. So now what's up? Oh, Unc, look at Unc's face. Unc's like, you know what I used to do to a biatch back in the day? Listen, listen you out your mother mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. I don't feel like no parent. Uh oh. He put his glasses up. All right, so praise Unc. All right, praise Unc. You know what I mean? He the only one that could men. We the only one that could save this world when when this is called hysterical, by the way. When people used to get hysterical, specifically straggles back in the day, you seen it in the color purple. You seen it in Rosewood back in the day. A woman got hysterical. They 
there was just one man that would come out like, all right, let's put this shit to an end. <laughs> all right. And uh, we can't do that no more. So anyway, let's get to the next straggler sniggle story. Oh, a baby mama terrorist here. Okay, so we have a young woman here who um is putting this man in bad shape here. So apparently, this these two are in a relationship. And the woman here with the dirty ass house slippers on outside is talking to this man. She put this man in jail and he just got out. But he wants to break up. She wants to stay in a relationship and she wants him to tell his family that they're still in a relationship. But he can't because he just got out of jail over this bitch. So let's go over it here. This is the typical hood bullshit that I tell you men to run for, run from. Here we go. Okay, my mom and everybody here right now. It's not a good time. You got to come back. Okay, you need to tell. They don't know we got back together. Listen, I didn't tell them that. I mean, you did send me to jail. Okay, but didn't you agree? Didn't we agree to work this shit out though? Okay, but listen, right now, ain't we working this shit out? Okay, we working it out. But my mom here, and my mom pissed off that you sent me to jail. It's okay, but what I'm saying is, you need to let your family know that we decided to be together. Didn't we decide to be together? Work this shit out. Work through our problems. Work it out. Work through our problems. You put me in jail. It's over. Yeah, he talking way too much. You put me in jail. Even the family knows this is a done deal. But she's like, but we agreed to work it work it out. What? I bailed you out of jail. They should be grateful for that. But you was being too aggressive. But we talked about all that. Okay, shit. but I could have been in jail for the rest of my life. We talked okay, but you was being aggressive with me. Family though. Not finna just be okay I don't give a fuck about your family. They're not in our relationship. You need to let them know what the fuck it is with us. Come on, you gotta go. Just not right now. No, I'm not gonna fuck I mean, with you. I love you, you everything, to... baby, but you gotta go right now. No, you need to go and tell your family. When are you? See, here's the thing. He's saying no, and she's saying no back to him. Again, when you break up with them, they it's not broken up. When they broke up with you, it's broken up. By the way, I want you to I want you to understand this. And I don't know if you guys see this. Who's recording him? All right, gentlemen, take a lesson. Sorry, it should be bigger on the screen. Who's recording? Who's recording? The, the woman is recording him. Think of how effed up you got to be to trust this woman when she's recording you doing this. She just sent you to jail, allegedly bailed you out of jail, and she's recording this interaction. I'm telling you, brothers, if you don't believe the shit that I tell you, I don't know what to tell you. This is manipulation on a grand scale. This is evil manipulation. This is evil manipulation. She's she's the one recording him. Let's continue. I'm going to tell your family about me and you getting back together. You sent me to jail. I was in jail for a whole week. Dude, my family was pissed. To, you need to tell your family. I lost my job, all type of shit. Like, you know what? I'm mad. Okay, you sound like you're still mad about it, but we talked about it. Okay, we did talk about it. We just, talked about that shit. We said we're going to work it out. Can you just come back later when they gone? You need to tell either. You need to tell your... When are you finna tell the family about me that we got back together? Got to give me some time. Please, just give me some time. You sent me to jail. I was in there for a whole week. My family had to figure out what to do. So, yeah, the guy lost his job. He had to figure out how to deal with the kids, the custody, um, all for this thinking piece of peace league. Lost his freedom. He probably had two strikes. Around too much because if I, I was I, I, Okay, my mom and everybody here right now. All right, and so then he said something that I would not advise you to do. He said, can you come back when everybody's not here? 
gentlemen, you're doing too much talking. That's definitely not what he should do. He should not invite her back when no one's there. He needs witnesses for this woman. He needs to cut her ass off. Guys, do not fall into these type of relationships. These will ruin your life. Do not talk. I would cut her off. And yes, she's going to start acting belligerent and like a pure straggle. She's going to start damaging your property. But what you need to do is start recording her. Every interaction recorded. Every text. Don't text her no more. Every email recorded so it can be submitted in the court. This woman has no good intentions for you. Let's go to the suburbs. And we're going to Kaylee Straggle. This is a young woman. Your future wives, gentlemen, take a look. All right. She got the sloppy yogurt body and everything. All right. Nothing firm on this. Looks firm, but it'll just slip through your hands on every grasp. Let's continue here. This woman's going to talk about her crazy college confession. Two weeks ago, I was in Hoboken, and I ended up bringing home four guys to my house. Oh my God. Did you all of them? I don't know. <laughs> all right. So if you didn't hear it. <laughs> If you didn't hear it, she says, I was in Hoboken two weeks ago, and I ended up bringing four guys to my house. And he said, did you hit that? I don't know. Why didn't you know, ma'am? Why don't you know? This will be a 20-year Me Too case for sure. Here we go. Daddy, what's mine? Uh, I, I don't remember. I was, I was poked out, bro. I don't know. Jesus. I, like two weeks ago. All right, so she, she suggests that she was coked out. You mean like when Bill Cosby had the Quaalude out? You mean you were reefer madness out? You mean you were too drunk to remember? They always got an excuse. All right, I don't remember. But 20 years from now, she's going to remember every detail. And that day, he did that, and he ran through me. Train Yang. This is crazy. She's going to be a future Me Too case. This is, what, this is how it happens. But when they're in college. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. I was in Hoboken, and... I ended up bringing home four guys to my house. Oh my God, did you all of them? I don't know. Daddy, what's mine? I don't remember. I was, I was coked out. I told you to watch out for Kaylee's, man. They be on that coca, coca. They be on that coca. I told you to watch out for them, bro. She hoe broken. She got hoe broken, right, Judah? See? And look how she looking. Because this dude, look, and look. This is, look at the stunned... <laughs> and look at how she's looking and i got domestically abused and raped and assaulted by four guys i don't remember and look at this ninja in the background all right he's starving in the back yeah that brother's starving my brother in the back heard that shit he peering her through the bushes at her he like i want some of that home of the white meat he wants some of that pasty what we call it he wants some of that porcelain princess he's stunned he's like damn this is my future wife the ninja in the back, <laughs> he like train Yang. That's all he heard. And she's sitting back here, a future lawyer. This is somebody, this is somebody's future lawyer. That's somebody's future wife. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Somebody gonna marry that woman. Let's go to the next one right here. This is um, this is uh we're going. Let me see where we're going. All right, I gotta turn down these volumes. These volumes be hitting like crazy. All right, we got two women. One woman drove their car into an ocean. As only a scene here by Inside Edition. Fair use. 
A car sure doesn't belong on the beach, let alone in the ocean. This was the scene in Florida. We're just having a people they almost hit. A driver nearly hit people, enjoying the day after speeding about 50 miles per hour into the water, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office said. What happened? Um, I'm not sure. I was the driver, and they kind of stopped us, and they said that we almost hit a child. All right, so, um, ma'am, ladies, I, what do I tell you about drug use with women? All right, drug use is rampant in our society. Not only uh, recreational drugs, but head meds. Head meds. It's rampant. She doesn't look like she's under the, in my opinion, she doesn't look like she's really under the influence heavily of an alcoholic sus substance. Could be a downer. Some, she doesn't look amp. She doesn't look wired. She looks a little bit loopy. She just looks zooted. And both of these women here, they're having a fun time. Somebody stopped you. That would be the ocean. The ocean stopped you, ma'am. All right. And so she's out here. Somebody's future or past wife. Um, They kind of stopped us because you're on the beach. And they kind of stopped us. And they said that we almost hit a child. I didn't think that we did. Um, but that's what they told us. This is a view of the beach from above. Yeah, well, the people are down here because you can't drive on this part of the beach. I'm so sorry. We we were driving from New Smyrna and we got over here. And we were just so trying sorry. to turn around. We didn't think that we could do a U-turn around. They wanted to do a U-turn. They wanted to do a U-turn. <laughs> right? At the beach. In the ocean, 50 miles an hour. The sheriff's office released this. There's some flatbacks out there. All right. There's definitely some flat body cam video. And there's some alligators out there, too. The deputies exchange with the driver. Do you have your license on you? Yes, I do. It's in my phone, but it's in the car. I would get your phone out of there. Your car's not going to be moving for a while. Okay, can I get it? Yeah, go get your license and your phone. She's going to go to jail. Okay? <laughs> the reality. Yep, you going to jail. Lock her up. Lock her up. Gotcha, bitch. Yep. And look at this woman. Her. This got to be her mother. So this is mother and daughter. I'm telling you, there's no father in these women's lives. There's no father. There's no. These are people who don't listen to men at all. They know better. So, yep, you going to jail. No. All right, so you can go with her or you can stay out and get her out of jail. With and why am I going to jail? Well, that's actually a good question. <laughs> why am I going to jail? That's actually a proper question. But you know why, you dumbass. But let's continue. Right now, I think you're driving under the influence. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> no. Then we got reckless with multiple people over here. You're inches away from multiple people. Okay. I, I, I can't help her. Go ahead. Can't help her. So, guys, they can't help her. They got no money. They ain't got no money. I got money. So, mom's going to have to turn a few tricks. She's going to have to turn a few tricks to get her daughter out because her daughter's going to be taking the long ride. She's going to be taking a long ride. And uh, I ain't going to do it, ma'am. All you're going to be is a freebie. Y'all looking like they're walking around with that gun. All right, let's continue. Uh, let's see here. Last one of this straggling sniggle is going to be a young straggle. I think this is, I can't tell you, it's somewhere in the islands. Somewhere in the islands. Apparently, a dad catches a daughter in the house with her towels and panties on. And two young sniggles. All right. So let's get to it right here. Two young sniggles and a underage daughter with only panties on in a towel. 
So you guys see it right here. All right. And uh, you're going to hear an accent. I can't tell where the accent is, but I think they're somewhere in the carry beans. You see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? You see how they have money inside the house there? Not today, the boy there. Not today. The boy come and take something, and when you finish the house, lock up there. And not today, the boy come there. Huh? Stay there. Two of them. Look at that. Two of them. Two of them. Two of them. Look at them. Look at them. Look at they. Two of them. Look at they. All right. And so as a father, you definitely do not want to come home to your minor daughter and two ninjas. Mm. Bumba clot. Look at them day. Where are they at day? <laughs> Bumba clock day. Look at them. Two of them day. Two of them day. And look at these sniggles. All right. Take a look at the sniggles all in the corner hiding. <laughs> Because they already know they're looking for a window to jump out of. They know they asked out right now. They know they about to get shot. These ninjas hiding in the corner like roaches. Two of them day. <laughs> All right. And so look at they dim day. All right. But look, they hide in the freaking corner. <laughs> and she got swimsuit. She got swimsuit on. And them ninjas don't got no swimming trunks. None. They over there in khakis and a polo shirt. <laughs> Chew it them day. What is going on? Your daughter getting trained. Now, now, there's what's going to happen after this? I'm going to show you. I can't show you because she's going to get smacked the hell up. And a, peep, and a lot of people, they, they're like, she should have got smacked up. All right. Your daughter knows not to have two ninjas in my house. There's nothing innocent about this. These guys are adolescents. All of them are adolescents, meaning that this young girl can get pregnant. Right. And so I'm sure he has a rule to say, no, there's no boys in the house. None, not even one. You got two of them day, two of them day. All right. So uh, we can't show the smack up here on YouTube because they'll age restrict it. But let's continue. And I'm going to show you why she got smacked up. I'm going to show you the point where daddy lost it. OK, here we go. All right. Two of them day. All right. Hold on for a second. Where is it? Let's play it. Look at that. Look at that inside the house there. Them ninjas trying to go and he on the phone. Look at that inside the house there. Look at that. Look at my outfit. Now, right there, you see this look right here, gentlemen? You see this look? This young girl has to learn. Because what she's on the phone for right now, she's calling somebody her mama day. All right, somebody day, two of them day, whoever she calling. And take a look at her face. That face right there, ladies, is how you get yo. Never mind, I can't say it. So she knows she's in trouble, but she's looking at her phone like, I got something for you, daddy. I got something for you. I got CPS. I got baby mama terrorists. I got the courts. I got the police. So this woman's already going to threaten the father to call somebody to overrule the father in his own home. At that point, that's how you get effed up. Okay, because no daughter should pull this shit especially when you got caught. So she's guilty. She got caught. She got called out. And now what the daughter's going to do is what she saw her baby mama do. I'm going to just call somebody to overrule you. Yeah, and she's calling the mom. Daughters, I'm going to tell you right now, the minute you do that, you dumped up. You messed up. You went full Ku Klux Keisha. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. And guys, fathers, if your daughter gets to this point, Excommunicator from the family immediately. It's a wrap. 
There's no getting her back at this point. She's uh, yeah, game over. It's all it's a wrap. Just go ahead and turn her over to the streets, gentlemen. I'm letting you know right now. Where's the game over? Game over. Turn her over to the streets. Okay, turn her over to the streets. Send her back to the mama. Pack her shit up. All right, you you don't need to smack her up because the dad lost it at this point. He's gonna smack her up. He lost frame. All right, but that's disowned category. Oh, you on your own, bitch. You and now. For, 20 years later, she's going to be blaming my dad did my dad did this. My dad did that. This is over. I'm going to show you. Look at the look at this face. She's in the wrong. Clearly, there's nothing. To, and now he charged her instead of saying, yes, dad. OK, I messed up. All right, boys, leave. She's letting the boys authority overrule the father in calling in further enforcement. To overrule the father, it's over. There's nothing to say. Just turn her over to the streets or the courts or her baby mama terrorist or whatever. Wash your hands. Send them poon the streets. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that means. Now, I got to cut this part out because when the father received the smirk of death, my ninja, he laid the smack if down on that young woman and I can't show it. Hold on for a second. I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. Lord, that person, my man, whipping her into the ropes. All right, now there's tears. All right, and so, <laughs> okay. No, y'all can't hear it. Okay, good, good. So now, now that you see what's happening here, she's now realized that you're messing with a man. Guys, I don't suggest that you put hands on anyone. There's no need to put hands on them. Send them to the 20-year purgatory. Send them to the purgatory of 20 years because she's going to have to live this decision out for the next two decades. And as she's floundering in life, going from one salami to the next, riding a carousel, <laughs> it's a wrap. Cinder. There's nothing here. And so now uh, what you see now is her trying to record the incident. She still has that phone in her hand. She still has that phone. All right, and so what she's trying to do now is record the interaction, potentially call in the reinforcements or whatnot. Let's continue. Hello, they're, they're not selling and, and they're locked. And when they finish, you're there. You're there. Hello, fucking All right, so we're going to stop it right there. We're going to stop it right there. Oh, uh, Guys, I suggest you do not put hands on them. All right, there's no more Lord to send them to. You can't send them to the pastor. You can't send them to the witch doctor. You can't send them to their grandmothers because their grandmothers are out here in these streets. <laughs> their mama's out here in these streets. They can't. So go on and go on and turn her over to the streets. <laughs> Wash your hands. There's nothing you can do. Just kick her out. Rap. All right. Because she's trying to overrule you and she's doing it with the smirk on her face. That smirk. I'm going to tell you what that smirk was. That smirk was, I got something for your ass. <laughs> okay. I got something for you. You think you can tell me what to do? I got something for you guys. Gentlemen, fathers, do not put up with that shit. Do not lose your life over these straggles. I do not condone violence or hitting them. But that was a blatant act of defiance. Basically, I'm going to punish you that. And who did they learn this from? Their mothers. Their mothers, they learn that shit from their mothers. And their mothers co-sign on that. Now, the mistake you're going to make in America is putting hands on them. Don't. Do, they're not worth it. Just release they ass, release the Kraken, and release they ass until the streets as our poor 
Future says. It's an evil world we live in. Mom has educated these people to do this. She's learned this on the internet. All right, shout out to Deshaun in the building. He says, CGA, good morning, coach. Sitting in my truck, waiting and tuned in. He's waiting for a load pause so he can hit them streets, hit them paved highways. All right. Yeah, blatant, blatant, blatant disrespect. Never tolerate disrespect. Okay, just go ahead and let them know. All right, what do we got here? We got uh, Mario says donations for all of the edutainment. Hashtag after pill. Shout out to Shauna says, Coach, my 20. And uh, Shauna, get a better picture of so I can see what I'm looking at here. Coach, my 26-year-old son, never mind, told me yesterday his girlfriend is pregnant. First thing I told him is don't fall into the marriage trap listening to your show. That's help me, help my boys, and give them good advice. Thanks from a loyal woman watcher. Okay, Shauna, you're back in the game. Mm. I'll take a picture. Hey, check this out. Hey. <laughs> um, I can't say she got what she deserved. Um, hey, listen, Shauna, check this out. This, this is a mother of sons that knows, you know, Shauna, you messed around with these men, and now you're getting it back. Karma's a bitch, right? But no, um, now she knows. <laughs> Now she knows that these boys are out here getting manipulated. So, um, you know, he's going to say, well, maybe I should marry her and do right by her. Gentlemen, don't do it. All right. Just be a just be a baby daddy. Be a baby daddy. That's 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 worse enough. Mr. B says, coach, one of the four guys in the Travis Rudolph case got on the stand and said he went over there to defend her honor. <laughs> he wasn't even her brother. They even asked him during cross examination. If he would do it again, and he said yes. Damn. He says, remind, he says, reminder, their choice to go over there resulted in their best friend getting deleted, and another one of them getting popped. That demonstrates the extent that ninjas are programmed to do too when it comes to crashing oh crashing out over a bitch. Give them the buzzer. Out here, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you bitch. guys will lay down your lights for women in America. We equal. <laughs> Jesus. We equal out here. I ain't losing my life for no straggle daggle. By the way, the honor of the woman they're defending was married to another man. And she was cheating on the other man who allegedly, allegedly, and with, with evidence, was supposed to be putting hands on her. She's a married woman, and these ninjas are over there. I swear, I tell you. I tell you, man. And black men are, oh, man, I, I feel bad for black men. I feel sorry for y'all. I feel sorry. Your programming has been all bad. All right, let's get to these Super Chats. Blick Panther. Blick Panther. AJ, he says, what's up, coach? He says, we appreciate the real game. Barbecue boys, kick the door down. Stay safe out here, brothers, out here barbecuing. There's barbecue in there. Lawar Moore, he says, you think it's so, he says, you think it's so fresh. You think it's so clean. You think it's so sweet. There's no God in marriage. He says, what is it you think you see? There's no God in marriage. There's some lyrics there, and I missed it. Hafiz says, I will prove you wrong. There is God in marriage. Bring me up so we can do a debate part two. When I married my wife, we made sure to put God first. All right, shout out to you, Hafiz. Mr. Abel says, Coach, did you raise that rainbow flag today? Nope. And especially not going to Target today. Christopher Flores says, what's up, coach? The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They are abominable deeds. 
He says, there is none who does good. All right, shout out to you. A fool, that's, that's a Bible quote, by the way. And by the way, I never said there is no God. Now, I might think there isn't, but I said there's no God in marriage. Anyway, shout out to John L. Angelo. Good morning, TGA. Stuck in traffic on the 405 on my way to my job. Listening to you. Love the show. Shout out to you and stay safe on the 405. Kobe Kobe B says coach is on fire day in and day out. He says you make sure us men get the truth. It is up to us to take heed and sink or swim. Shout out to you. Free agent lifestyle for life. Let me get like three more. Ladies love cool. C says even marriage. When the couples that were virgins before marriage, wait, even marriages with the couples that were virgins before marriage are also falling apart. The movie Tyler Perry Temptations explained this. Yeah, there was a time where you could say, uh, I'm going to marry a woman with little sexual experience or none. Guys, even that's not a recipe for success. Okay, the streets be calling. Ladies, do you know, hey, ladies, tell these guys the streets be calling you, <laughs> right? The streets be calling, ladies. They be like, please come. The streets be like, pretty please. They be doing the Roger Rabbit. Please. I can't do it. Please. I got to do the, I got to get the Roger Rabbit on this one. The streets be calling these women and they sitting out there looking. They looking out they mini blind like, damn, the streets are out there. And they girls come back after getting piped down viciously. And their girls come back, girl, you ain't out here. Salami, boy, these boys be putting they back into it. And then these virgin wives like, oh, my goodness, my husband, give me the five-stroke special. Please. <laughs> All right, the streets be calling these good girls, man. Oh, by the way, oh, you know what? I do have a video. I do have a video to show this. I, I wasn't going to show this, but I got to show it. Let me see if I can see it up here. Pull it up. All right, I'm going to show you how the streets be calling them, all right? Uh, let's see here. Where do I have it? Ladies, tell these boys. Tell these boys out here the streets be calling you. Let me see if I can pull it up. Nope, it's not over there. I might not have it up. I might have not used it today. All right, I'm going to pull it up. All right, wait, wait, that ain't it. Oh, here it is. Okay, I got it right here. Let me pull it over here. All right, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them the streets be calling, y'all. All right, let me pull this down. I got so many tabs up. I'm surprised my computer runs, but I have a powerful computer. All right, so here's a here's some dudes. All right, let me see. Oh, will it even show it? Oh, it's not going to play it. All right, so, oh, here it is. So these apparently are some dudes in jail. These are dudes in jail. As you can see, them brothers out here starving. Brother's starving. Now, as they're streaming, because, you know, every now and then they'll sneak a phone in jail. Some woman sneaks one in there. They're streaming on I don't know what platform. There's women. There's women in the in the chat and there's women on the um video wanting to get piped down. bro. Let me let me play. Hey, man. Make sure y'all follow my moderator, man. TikTok, man. Y'all make sure y'all follow my moderator at Big Step 1992 on, on Instagram, man. Make sure y'all follow my moderator, man. Now, if you don't see, there, there's women joining the chat. They're joining like crazy. You will not be disappointed, man. No cap. Spin the block, baby. So we need somebody in that box, man. Look at these ninjas. Yeah, that brother's starving. They definitely, they definitely starving. They definitely starving. Somebody turn us up, man. 
Look, there's women sending roses. Look, I don't know what this means. Roxy, Anna, there's women sending roses. Uh, but they too busy to return your text message. Where you at, baby? Come back. Uh oh, a goddamn straggle. I I should have known. And this is a bookworm straggle. Take a look. This is a bookworm straggle. This is barely a Ku Klux Keisha. This is a regular girl. This is the girl at your church, gentlemen. I can't make it. I can't make the video bigger. This is a girl at your church. This ain't a stragnesia. This a wannabe straggle. Here we go. What's happening? What's up? What's happening, baby? Okay, okay. Ooh, she came on with it in right there. Man. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, this is a woman that say, I'm too good for these no good ninjas out here. Oh, man. And she really a straggle. But, guys, that's she didn't have all the marks of a straggle. She at home. She took her bonnet off. She fluffed her hair up for them ninjas. All right, man. That's the girl. That girl is a church girl. That girl is a church girl. So watch out for them. Watch out for this mindset. They, the streets are calling them, man. They calling them. They wants to get piped down. They wants to get piped down. Ladies, let them know. George Style says, ha, 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 out here. Bob says she held, she held masculine frame. She did against her daddy. Galloway says, my brother says he doesn't trust anything that bleeds for seven days and doesn't kill over. Shout out to your brother. <laughs> DJ B Fit says, I swear spirit be taking spirits. Indeed, I will never book a spirit airline flight. Sheldon says, now I see why Muslims have honor deletings. He says, I would have sent her into the next dimension. Indeed. Last one, Jorge, damn coach. People need to think twice before they want to debate you. Hafiz's roommate channel went downhill and died after you debated with him. And I know people still be like, oh, I want to see a debate. I think more people uh, want to. I don't know why people want to debate me at all. I mean, listen, if you just want to sit and name call me and get some views, well, you're going to have to pay for that, Ninja. You're going to have to pay. I got money. I'm going to name call you and insult you the whole debate. All right. I mean, <laughs> Well, it's 1500 for the collab, 10 racks for the debate, and 50 that wait, in the $50,000 for the beef. All right, that's how we that's my prices. 10 racks for the debate. All right, you got to pay me for your little silly uh I, I see like um isn't Abin preaching fashion fit? They're they're not going to box again. Now the boxing max batch on. Hey, look, this is my suggestion. All right, I'm going to be the Don King of this. Let's get the boxing match set. We saw what Logan Paul and KSI did. Let's get this shit set, man. We could have a whole card, all right? Pearly versus any other, uh, a straggle. You know, Pearly versus a straggle. Let's get them in the ring, all right? I'll get in the ring with somebody, all right? Um, Let's get them in the ring. Let's do this shit, bro. Let's make some freaking money. Y'all didn't just want to just beef on the internet? What kind of bullshit is this? Let's get this business going. Logan Paul or one of them Paul brothers, Jake Paul, just bought a $16 million mansion in Puerto Rico. You think I'm going to jump on here and beef with a ninja for free? Mm. Hell no. Ninja, let's get the bag out here, brothers. Let's get a bag. Let's get a bag. I'm rich, bitch. 
Let's get a bag. Y'all ninjas got all this shit to say, man. No, man, let's go get a bag. I ain't about to go back and forth with no ninjas on the internet. All right, let's get this bag. <laughs> all right, man. Shit, man. That's how I think, man. My mind, my, that's how my mind works. I'm like, y'all arguing like bitches. All right, look, man, let's get a bag. <laughs> and look, we gonna have side bets. We gonna have side bets and all that shit. We gonna have a line. We about to get a freaking bag, bro. And ninjas, hey, we gonna also, we gonna have ninjas throwing the fight. Hey, where the bet at? Where the bet at? Oh, the bet all on CGA? All right, CGA, take that dive. Mm. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, the bet on CGA. Oh, everybody got CGA. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Uh, CGA looks like the bets on you. You about to make a bag, Nick. All right. Take that dive in the third round. Yes, indeed. We'll take dives, Ninja. We'll do it. It's like the World Wrestling Federation. All right. But look, I'm a businessman. I'm not here to with y'all punk ass ninjas, y'all ashy lip ninjas to argue. I'm right. You wrong. All right. That's what it is. And don't try to debate me. I don't debate for free no more. They were trying to get me to show up back on these shows to debate. Nah, Ninja, 1500 for the collab, 10 racks for the debate, and then 50000 for the beef. It's what it is. Let's keep this business, Ninja. <laughs> All right, come on, man. I'm trying to teach you men how to work this shit. This shit ain't for free. YouTube ain't for free no more. <laughs> YouTube is not for free. YouTube was free in 2006. The last time YouTube been free is when Google bought it. Right. When Google bought YouTube, it started to be about the money. Ninja, let's get the bags, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all out here acting I like some punk ass. Just... I ain't here to make no points on no ninjas for free. Let's make some points on this side bet. All right. Come on, man. Let's make some money up in this mother sucker. All right. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let's get back to the show. Goofy ass ninjas out here letting the bag slip through your hands. All right, anyway, the OnlyFans capital of the United States is, drumroll please, what what city, what city do you think is the capital of OnlyFans? What city do you think is the capital of OnlyFans? All right, so we got a lot of cities to pick from. All right, let me see. All right, we got Los Angeles, Memphis, Miami, Atlanta, Houston, Florida. Well, that's not a city. Orlando, L.A., Miami. All right, so it seems like L.A., New York, Miami is for the win. We got Vegas in here, Atlanta, New York, definitely L.A. Well, we'll reveal, we'll, we'll reveal the city that has been crowned the OnlyFans capital of the United States, and it is, drum roll, please. Miami, Miami. Miami has been crowned by, of course, the Miami News Time as the naked ambition OnlyFans capital of the United States, man. And listen, if you've never been to Miami, it, it, all you have to do is go to downtown Brickell. All these girls got OnlyFans, all of them. <laughs> like, it's very hard to find a woman in Miami don't, that don't have OnlyFans. In fact, we had a dating coach. Some dating coaches that were walking around Miami, and I was showing you even the soggiest woman, the sloppy woman that they approached. I said, I bet you she has OnlyFans. And sure enough, she opened her mouth. She was like, Follow my OnlyFans. And she was a pog, like a big old mastodon. She was running around and she had an OnlyFans. Okay. So, Miami, if you wanted to know, and remember that one girl who deleted that Caribbean guy, 
that Carrie Bean, he was a black guy. She was a white OnlyFans. She deleted him. She had an OnlyFans. You will find that if you go into these large apartments, there's just content creators all in that apartment. They're running up and down OnlyFans. Um, when I was in Miami, and of course in Los Angeles, I saw this too. There was women walking around recording for their content, and a dude would follow them. There was their boyfriend or whoever it was. They followed them around with cameras. So you see the content, and their boyfriend or their husband or whoever it is is their recorder, their content provider. They, they're the ones recording it. And you can see that in Miami. You can see that in Orange County. You see that there's a place in Orange County. I can't remember the complex, but a lot of L.A. Chargers live there because their practice facility is close. And then also a lot of OnlyFans girls live there. All right. They're always recording TikTokers and all that stuff. It's a it's a very high level, high end apartment complex in Newport Beach. Lots of them. Um, And actually, Newport, I trained someone in there and she was like, yep. Them girls be down there recording their TikToks and OnlyFans all day long, right? She's like, just sit there. You'll just see them recording it. And I sat there one time, and yep, men were following them around their girlfriends with cameras. So Miami, you see the same thing. You see the same thing. Uh, but Miami is the OnlyFans capital of the United States, all right? I, I wonder if they had a list. They didn't have a list. But Naomi Feinstein wrote the article. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Yeah, you can't say that, Kanye. But Naomi Feinstein, with the win here, wrote this article yesterday. Uh, you might have to come up. Maybe we'll come up with our own list. Oh, they do have a list here. They do have a list, particularly. Las Vegas came in second. Las Vegas came in second. So we got Miami. And trust me, dude, I mean, listen, if you're on my local stream, I tell you, I'm OnlyFans girls are easy to find, all right? I know plenty of them, and I know plenty of them that are doing well and some that aren't. I know some that need their rent due, even though they're doing well on OnlyFans. Like, they got, I know one who is a sophomore. Only She has an OnlyFans. She comes over, hang out. She has a new BMW. She bought a house here in Vegas before the housing market crashed. And she's, let's just say she's not old enough to go into the nightclubs in Vegas. Joe Biden knows how old she is. How, how old is she, Joe Biden? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I'm going to just tell you, guys, they do not look like anything like their OnlyFans, right? All right, they look similar to their OnlyFans, but what you're seeing is a highlight reel, all right? You're not seeing what they really look like. You're not seeing the blemishes and all of that shit. You're not seeing it. Shannon, a, a college student at the time, was initially making $1,000 a month on OnlyFans. After a year on the platform, she started working at a management company that helped build and market her page. Page, She says that the partnership helped her make life-changing money. All right, let me see here. I want to see if they have other cities. All right. All they have is Miami and Las Vegas, All right, which should not be a surprise. Nevada has the second per capita. Uh, New York, New York came in third, apparently. New York came in third. All right, so Miami, Las Vegas, New York. I'm surprised L.A. was that far away. Okay, anyway. Anyway, 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 what do we got here? What's the next thing here? Our, uh, oh, the modernized, the, what, the monetized woman. We have a sister here that's about to break it down. Um, full straggle-daggle, all right, but let me see here. Let's pop her up. Listen, gentlemen, guys, if you have a relationship now and you haven't been dating the last four years, five years, you might not really know what's going on out here. Okay, 
right? You might not necessarily know. So you're thinking, and uh, let's just be honest, you can see the straggle and the daggle. This woman got F on her clothes, all right? F off on her clothes. But you can see the straggle daggle in her. A lot of guys would consider her baddie, and she got a nice body and all that. She looks older. But let's see what her conversation is. Let's see where her mind is. I believe, you know, the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. Okay. Uh, we, I would like to, like, talk about, you know, maybe having a, a weekly allowance or something. Uh, how much would the week? Yeah, how much would be a week? Like, what's the... That's actually what I'm used to with the, my significant other. Like, mm -hmm. he's always been a provider for right, me, okay. you know. So how much is a weekly allowance? Like, my, my last relationship, you know, he was giving me, like, Two three thousand every week, so between like ten to thirteen thousand a month. Well, gentlemen, listen. I know I've been in these negotiations quite a bit. First of all, what you have to tell them is that was your last relationship. All right, listen. I don't know what the last guy was doing. What what's about to happen over here is listen. It's barbecue in there. But they always tell you that. Oh, they are like two thousand, three thousand a week. That probably lasted for three weeks. All right, it didn't last no year or two. And it was a white man who was married, who had a mansion in Orange County, and you were getting a ghetto gagged. All right, listen, let's tell him what you were really doing. He was getting ghetto gagged for about three weeks at 2000 a pop. All right, listen, I know this to be true. I know at least that's true, but it didn't last no damn months or years. And even if it did, that was your last relationship. But here's the problem. When they do that, then they come out, and again, how women work, whatever the bar was set, wherever you set the bar is forever their expectations. You cannot come below that. This is the problem with OnlyFans girls, strippers, monetized women, women that think men should be the breadwinners. Once they go here in their world, it got to be there for everybody else. Okay, Once they have a husband that paid all the bills and she saved her money, and she divorced him and got alimony. She can't come back down down here. Kim Kardashian tried to do it, and it didn't work out. She tried to go get her Pete Davidson. The shit didn't work. She's like, I, he got to be up here. So they're all walking around here monetized. Guys, they all have some sort of price structure in their head. All of them. I mean, all. Even if she says, you need to take me out to dinner or coffee, that's going to be price structure. And then if you don't do it and she doesn't continue, she like, what was, what was wrong with him? He didn't do this and he didn't know. It. That's a price structure. Then when you go into further, the younger women, if you haven't been dealing with women under 28, you are messed up out here. You really don't know. Okay. And I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about, um, um, what would we call them? Millie mouth muskrat. I'm not talking about muskrats. All right, we, listen, we're not talking about muskrats. We're talking about at least the baddies and women who want to be baddies and women that are trying to get uh, into a marriage. They're walking around with a price structure in their head. You must meet it. And if you meet it, they'll consider it. They'll consider it. They'll come over. Let, let me show you right quick. Let me show you this clip. Here we go. What's the oldest guy that you would date? Without money? So, an honest answer, and she had to qualify it. Oh, without money, 31, but if he's got money, I'll go all the way up to 57. Ninja, what? 
Um, I got money. You see what I mean? That See, people think that's, oh, what's wrong with that? I'm telling you guys, that is how the average woman is walking around in many metropolitan areas. And if they're in a small town, most of them think they're better than any guy there. All right, any guy there, if you don't have you a Chevy truck or a Ford truck, F-150 or a big-ass Toyota Tundra, if you ain't got you a big-ass truck, forget it. Those girls, like, we way better than you. You cannot meet my price. You can't meet the price structure in my, in my, in my head. Even though they don't consider it pricing, yes, it's a price structure within their head. All right, I think this is the last one, and then uh, we got catching up with Super Chats. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday of the women that says um, next chapter, the divorce women, right? There was a divorce woman that said um, she wrote a book saying that this is the next chapter. All right. Uh, the woman who was a uh, Tia and Tamara, one of them said, I graduated from my divorce. So it says right here, females after posting a new chapter and focusing on myself quotes on Instagram, Stewie. Take it away. What do they really do? What do I tell you? I told you this here. Here we go. That's, that's pretty much it, Stewie. You got it right, brother. Yep. After they post that new chapter shit, focusing on me, Stewie, you got it right. Brother. I said that. They be at home crying in their kitchen. They be crying in the shower. They be crying after they <laughs> down in Tyrone skedaddle. They be crying after they get pumped and dumped. They be crying when the ninja they left their husband for skeets and deletes. They be crying, bro, when they in their bed cuddling with their dog. They be in there crying when they take their baby daddy to child support court and they still got to deal with the realities of being a baby mama terrorist after they didn't try to forget the baby mama terrorist. They be crying, ninja. They be crying, bro. Hello, they don't be winning. <laughs> Next chapter means they lost. Mm. Okay, <laughs> ladies, tell them. <laughs> hey, look, when they break up with you, you won. Never feel like you lost. I lost my girl, and you think she out there winning, dude? She be crying herself to sleep many times, mm. and I don't give a damn. <laughs> All right, somebody wanted the piano with it. All right, let's do it. That's actually perfect. Let's do put the piano with it. Yeah, they'd be like, new year, new me. I ain't messing with these broke ninjas no more. And then they'd be, where is it at? Let's get the piano on that ish. Yep. New year, new me. New chapter. In my <laughs> <laughs> Kleenex. And they'd be after they, after they sitting at home, listening to Mary J. Blige, talking to their girlfriend and girl. I just want to know I'm going to be a better me. I'm going on to the next chapter. I'm pivoting. I'm pivoting away from my past. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm a pivot oh, away from my past. My past is the past and I'm going to be a better. Where are we at, bro? All right. That definitely going to be. <laughs> Never feel bad for him, guys. It's kind of what they do. All right. It's kind of like it's kind of as I say here. This is not hate for women. We Y'all just goofy. You know what I mean? You do goofy stuff, and you want us to act like this is middle school, and we're like, nah, this ain't middle school no more. Oh, you know, they want to act like it's middle school. I actually have another perfect video on this, and if you're not on my locals, are you crazy? First of all, it's free to take part in locals, all right? But if you really want the big, big stuff over locals, pause. 
joint. It's relatively cheap. All right, it's relatively cheap. But the brothers that are on Locals, tell these brothers, man, Locals is litty. Locals is where the coach gang extends it out. No government names, Pardee. He says, Pardee effed around and found out it was barbecue in there on his it's ass. Barbecue in there. And now he's clutching his pillow. He says, I know he's hurting right now, but I hope he and every man that goes through a similar situation learns from this and comes back stronger than ever. But we are going to climb your ass while you heal. Take me out with the Pardee. And that's you. The reason Pardee gets clowned on this one is you got the damn feminist tattoo <sighs> bruh never go full male feminist i mean this is one of the most despicable uh lanes you could choose as a man i mean because most of the time you're trying to get some e-sleeve right all you're trying to do is get some e-sleeve <laughs> you're trying to get internet emotional e you're trying to get e-recognition like, you're trying to get women on the internet to be like, oh, you're a wonderful man. You try to get women to, yeah, 21 Savage learn. It's an L. Do not go full parading around trying to get women to validate you. I know women are like, uh, they have a phrase called pick me. They have that on the opposite side. But, dude, you're embarrassing yourself. You got a feminist tattoo on your, like, Tupac. I can't feel sorry for you. I can't. Take that L, Ninja. Take that L. We'll welcome you in the gang, though. We'll welcome you in the gang. You are part. You're part of the gang. All right, Bobby told me to send it. Let's send it. <laughs> All right, Kaylin says, what's up, Coach? Have you heard about Shannon Sharp leaving undisputed after the NBA Finals? Part of the reason is because of Skip Bayless. However, he was looked at, uh, he was looked very weak lately while Skip has always been Skip. Um, yeah, I hope Shannon Sharp is, can recover from whatever he's doing. He bought out his contract. He probably couldn't take it no more. Um, him and um, him and uh, the bus. What's the bus's name? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can't do. If I my life depended on it, I can't. Kwame Brown. <laughs> if my life depended on naming someone, I would have been dead a long time ago, bro. Y'all ready for this? I would have been dead yesterday. Not the bust. I meant the bust. All right. So him and Kwame Brown, the bust, have been going at each other's neck. And then just now revealed that um, Shannon Sharp is going to leave undisputed. I don't know. I, I don't know what reason. Maybe he couldn't go in uh, on Kwame. I don't know if you guys know that these corporations, you can't really say what you want to say. And this happened to uh, this happened to Stephen A. Smith. So Stephen A. Smith and Kwame had a little tiff. And Kwame Brown could say what he wants to say because he's not under any obligation. He's not under any umbrella. He's not under a corporation who virtue signals. So Kwame Brown can go at your neck. Now, Stephen A. Smith tried to play that game. And go at Kwame, and Kwame then came back with the full. He came back with the skinny pop, pop, pop. And a boom, boom, boom. All right, he came back with that on Stephen A. Smith. And Stephen A. Smith had to wave the right flag. He was like, well. New, 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 new world order. He says, I had a meeting with the people at the network, 
And they told me, he's like, I can't really say. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right. He had a meeting with the people at the network and they was like, uh, leave Kwame alone. <laughs> right. He's like, leave him alone. Shannon Sharp probably had the same fate. He was like, I ain't going to let him call him out of mind. He ain't going to call me. No, that's what. Let me do my best, Shannon Sharp. I'm going to tell you, you ain't going to. I tell you, you ain't going to let me call. He ain't going to call me. Skip, 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 skip. He ain't going to call me. I'm a Hall of Famer. Skip, skip. That man tried to call me out of my name. He tried to tell me that I wore a cardigan sweater. Skip, skip. All right, all right. I'm a dabba. I'm a tell you that I, but I'm a, ain't going for any of this. Skip, skip. All right, let me say you, man. And Skip said, "Hey, man, leave Kwame alone. <laughs> leave Kwame alone. You can't go skinny and pop, pop, pop on on Kwame. You gotta, you know, we got advertisers and corporation ninja. He was like, Skip. Skip said, uh, hey, Skip, <laughs> Skip. What you want me to say to Kwame? He was like, this is the only thing you can say back to Kwame Brown. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. That's the only thing he could say. You could, that, you could say that. Skip. Now, that's that, that's uncalled for, Skip. We have a legacy of so much uh, racial injustice. And you tell me I need to be over here stuffing. Skip. I'm over here. I'm a full-time Hall of Famer. I'm a part of the 75th, 75 greatest players in the NFL, Skip. And you sitting over there telling me I have to shuffle. I'm out of here, brother. Buy my contract out, Skip. All right. Anyway, let me stop with Kalen Ferguson. Yeah, Kalen, man. Stop with this, man. Stop with this. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. Unk. Hey, man, we with you. Hey, Unk, come over to the show. Come over to the show. We'll 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 handle you. And um, hey, if you ain't if don't trip out there because the Memphis Grizzlies still looking for your neck. And you know John Morant packing. John Morant like skinny pop pop pop. You out there in these streets, man. Don't you in these YouTube streets now? John Morant will pull up on you. You already know this. <laughs> yeah, I paid for that woman's divorce. I paid for his divorce. I didn't break up the home. I paid for it. Skip. <laughs> John gonna slide. Y'all like, oh, word, you ain't part of Fox Sports no more? Y'all like, clack, clack. I got something for you, fam. <laughs> All right, anyway. Shout out to our brother here. He says, uh, you can call me MJ. Shout out to you. This message was supposed to be my, be a second chance after dealing with troubled women and choices, right? He says, your words are wisdom and truth. Shout out to you, MJ in the building. Shout out to you, second chance brothers. <laughs> ja do not care. He was like, all right, where are we at here? He says, MJ says, also, can I get a Pastor X for all my exes out there? Hit the like button. Let Pastor X let everybody know what's up. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Hey, shout out to the next caller. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com is where you can get all the coach gang together and you can get the membership, the, the live stream on Sundays. We got Vans, our carry bean out here. What do you have to say? He says, Coach, uh, some Twitch gang. The CEO and other creators said that the only way to grow Twitch as a beginner is getting off, getting off platform traffic from other social media like YouTube to get subscribers on Twitch. Also, Coach, I don't see the sense of trying to get peace leave anymore with how dangerous become 
and the fact that I'll constantly have to replace women. Yes, I like to stay in one place. I don't want to have to go get to know women all over again for short-term pleasures. It's like starting a house that you'll never finish. I'll just stay an intel virgin or whatever they call those men. Man, man, I, Avery, I, how old are you? <laughs> all right, how old are you, brothers? I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember if you were in your teens, late teens or 20s, early 20s. I think you were in your er, early 20s. Hey, gents, he says, monk mode never lost. I, I'm just going to say you this. <laughs> if you want to get into dating in 2020s, you, he says, I'm 12. Oh, he's 23. There he is. He's 23. If you, I tell you, man, leave these relationships and these dating things alone. You're constantly going to be replacing women. If you get into dealing with women, you're constantly going to be replacing them, replenishing what you'll, this is why I tell you, you better seriously consider in this shit, leave your feelings at the door and your ego. You're going to waste so much time out here with this bullshit. It's just what it is. And this, this is, this is an undisputed fact. Even guys that told me, I went on a show. It was Satan, the center show. Shout out to him. He didn't say this. It was a guy in his chat. And it was one of the things that I told you. I was like, you're proving my point. We don't own women no more. But he was trying to say we can build with women. And then I was like, no, you can't. And it was like, yes, I can. And then he tried to prove it by saying, I built with several women. And I'm like, do you not see the art? Do you not see what I just? You just prove my point. I don't know why people think. <laughs> I don't know why people think they disagree with me. You're actually agree. You just said you built with several. Mm. Proving my point at the amount. So you started with one. You built something with and then it. Where she at? Where she at? Oh, she gone. Exactly. My point. So my point is y'all don't own them. At some point, they're going to fall back into some sort of goofiness. Then you got to get rid of them. Or she gets rid of you. Or some goofy shit happened. Then you on to the next one. Build, build, build. And then some goofy shit happened next. And the truth remains she's gone. 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 Girl. Baby girl, she's gone. Like, look, my point is they all gone. They all replaceable. Why buy and build? Just lease, Ninja. Just lease. I got money. And if you don't want to lease, stay away. <laughs> All right? Just stay away. I'm not mad she's gone, but they go. And that's part of the game. I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this. And if any men in their 40s, tell these men, this man is, um, this man is 23 years old. 23 years old. I want any man in their 40s to think about who the woman in his life was when you were 23 years old. I want to see if you know her first or last name. And if you do, tell me where she is right now. Where's she at? Do you even remember her first or last name? 
<laughs> All right. Dude, you could be 40 years old. It could be 17 years ago. And she was another bit. Dude, you know how far down the line a woman ha is with me that I was messing with at 23? I would be like, uh, who? Stacy, Katie, Kaylee, Tamika, Tana, Tata. Where is she at now? That woman is so far. She she ain't even in the same location. She probably married, divorced once or twice. Got other man's kids. She gone, bro. So when you get in your 40s, these people that you're messing with in your 20s, they temporary like a mother sucker. Temporary. The small percentage of men and women that stick together from these relationships. Actually, there's data on this. Okay, there's data on this. Here we go here. I'm going to just go with high school uh High school lovers statistic. I actually quoted this, this, this statistics before. All right, we'll just take it from high school. Just take it from high school. Um, is it common for high school uh, Mary? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Here we go right here. According to a Brandon Gale marketing, 25% of people are marrying their high school sweethearts today compared to in the 40s. Today, only 2% of marriages are from a high school relationship, okay? With only 25% of women saying that they married their first love. Okay, um, this is just me quick, quickly pulling up. I don't know what that first line was, but it said, okay, 25% of people are marrying their high school sweetheart today compared to the 40s. So the 40s, it was higher. Only 25% are marrying their high school sweetheart. Only 2% marry are married from a high school relationship. Quite confusing. And only 25% of women say that they married their first love. All right. So, again, I, I kind of, you know what I mean? I'm a little realistic. I'm a little bit of a cantankerous um, guy that just wants to be right. The likelihood that you will be with anybody from 16 that you're messing with from 16 to 25 is relatively low. It's not a very high success rate at all. At all. It is what it is. And not only that, 99% of all of your relationships, any type of relationship you have with a woman will end in a dumpster fire or a fail. Mm. Now, other than that, can you build with a woman? Yeah, okay, yeah. But you're going to have to build with several of them. Can you run game on girl? Yeah. Can you get married? Yeah. It's a low, low percentage um, undertaking. But un unfortunately, People get their feelings involved. They get they fall in love and they get misled and done dirty or shit done work out. Miscommunication, money goes left, cheating affair. There's a whole bunch of bullshit that's coming with this. But you guys keep going out there rolling the dice, which is fine. But I'm telling you guys, in order to save your heart, you better get it through your head and get it through your head real fast. Most women in today's market compared to 30 years ago, compared to 80 years ago. Today's market, these women, temporary as hell. Temporary. <laughs> Bruh. They got way too much bullshit going on in their world to really consider you seriously. Now, they'll take a commitment from your goofy ass, and they'll keep an emergency salami in a glass and all of that stuff. They'll do all of that stuff. They'll be in a relationship with you, waste your damn time. <laughs> they'll do all of this. But today, they temporary. They for recreational use. They for lease, they for rent, they for temporary relationship, whatever you want to do with them. They temporary. Mm. Temporary. Dude, even getting married to them is temporary. 
even getting married is temporary now. That's how effed up the game is now. Getting married is like, well, we'll be together. You can't even, the average marriage that ends in a divorce is under 10 years. The average, and again, divorces are over 50% failure rate. The average of those marriages don't even make 10 years. It's eight years. It's eight years. You can't even guarantee you can make it to eight. That's the average. College-educated women. The average college-educated marriage for a woman that's educated is 12. They make it a little bit longer, and they think that's success. Well, we made it 12 years. It still ended, though. It's still. I'm wondering why when marriage is now considered temporary, what what, what, what we doing? What are we doing out here? Again, ask. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ask. Um, What was I going to say? I got distracted. But anyway, I got a couple more Super Chats. We're going to get on with the show. Anthony Carter says, for the best edutainment on YouTube, shout out to you, man. We here. Let's get back to the show. New, 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 new world and ladies, order. we can have fun. All right. I can be your Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. I could be your weekend lover. We could be temporary. And we're going to have fun, ladies, man. I'm a fun dude to be around. I don't be in here. Listen, I don't. A couple things I don't do with women. I don't talk politics with women. It's a waste of time. I don't talk social issues with women. I take those off the table. We're not going to talk about that shit. I don't care about Joe Biden. I don't care about your opinion about Joe Biden or Donald Trump. It's absolutely This is a disgrace to even bring it up. We about to have fun. Now, this fun could last an hour, an evening, and a weekend, or a couple of weeks. It could go longer than that if you learn how to keep your mouth shut. But we take those things off the table. We're not going to be here debating, and you ain't going to try to prove how much you know because you're going to prove yourself to be a dummy. So I don't want you to be embarrassing yourself out here. We're here to have fun. Okay? Okay. You want to go talk politics? Go back to your friends. You want to prove how smart you are? Go back to your friends. We're going to play house. We're going to play a little game. Okay, we're going to play. We're going to have fun together, not try to prove each other smarter or dumber. It's just by you being here, all right, you prove yourself to be the smartest woman in the room. Okay, you don't have to prove anything more. You with a real one. Okay, you're the smartest woman in the city right now. You dumb if you ain't with me. All right. So listen, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. But anyway, <laughs> we about to have some fun. I could do the whole romance thing. Hey, and we ain't going to sit up here and tell me I ain't want to hear your life story either. No, 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 no. You're Minnie Mouse. I want enthusiasm. I want three. I want three things. I want the three E's, ladies. I want the three E's when you're messing with me. I want energy, enthusiasm, and effort. That's what I want. Energy, enthusiasm, and effort. The E that I don't want is entitlement. You ain't entitled to a damn thing. I want the energy, enthusiasm, and effort. If I don't get the three E's, your entitlement is gone. You ain't getting the damn thing all around here. You ain't getting a bologna sandwich. You're going to be Minnie Mouse. Are you having fun? I'm having fun. Do you want the night to continue? Please. All right. 
I don't want no emotions or no entitlement. I want energy, enthusiasm, and effort, and I'm going to return it in likeness. You're going to get the treatment. I'm going to roll out the red carpet. I'm going to roll out the wagon. You're going to get in the Porsche 911. You're going to be leaking in the seat. You're going to be having fun. You're going to be eating at the best restaurants you ever ate at. You're going to be getting the best treatment. You're going to get the baby. I want to do all the things your man won't do. You're going to get that. Now, at some particular point, you're going to hear this. You're going to hear the bell ring and the clock's going to strike midnight. The clock is going to strike midnight and you got a decision. Before you hear that bell, you're going to hear the roar. And at that point, you're going to hear the bell. At that point, my energy, enthusiasm, and effort has left the building. My interest has declined like a bank. Anything that I put in generates interest. When I withdraw it, I lose a lot of interest. So I've lost about 40% interest. After you heard the roar, I've lost about 40% interest. In fact, you've got 40% more uglier. And I got like 40% less patience, and I have 40% more, less likelihood that I want to listen to anything you got to say. So keep it cordial. But I'm going to treat you well. You're going to get a ride back home. In the chariot, you're going to get an Uber. You might be able to take the leftovers too. And I might call you back in a few weeks. But you'll have fun. You'll get attention. You'll get to be able to be introduced to my network. You're going to see things that you can't afford to see. And then in a few weeks, after I clear the cobwebs again and run through, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, what are you doing in a few weeks? Let's put you on the schedule. <laughs> right? But there's nobody going to treat you better than CGA. Nobody. And you'll think, ah, oh, forget that guy. I'll just go find something better than him. And then three weeks later, let me show you what you're going to be doing. All right. <laughs> we just hitting them with the, some game right now. Because you're going to be like, oh, that dude, CGA, he don't be, he never texts me. He never calls me. All right, forget him. I'll go out there and find something better than him. And then you're going to be sitting like this, trying something, find something better than me. All right, waiting for me <laughs> to call you up. Waiting for me to hit that phone. <laughs> waiting for you to, waiting for me to beep you 911. And I'm sitting there living the free agent lifestyle. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> they going to be like, is he calling me? He ain't going to call me. I saw him on Instagram. He was at another hockey game. I bet you he took a bitch like he took me. Yes, I did. I don't show who I'm out with. But when I'm out, you know I'm out with someone. Yeah, look at them Instagram stories. Yeah. All right. But uh, uh, listen, you'll get to go to the next game. I'll take you to the next game. Don't worry. We'll be sitting good. We'll be in there. We'll have people drop. <laughs> I don't need him. And then guess what? A couple of weeks later, remember me? Oh, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what was your name again? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Sophia, man. I do remember you, Sophia. Did you have a good time with me? Yeah. Oh, we're going to have another good time, too. You ready? Yeah. When, 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 daddy, when, when, daddy, when? About two weeks. I want you ready in two weeks. Two weeks, put you on the schedule. All right. <laughs> oh, no, man. Hey, man, we just having fun out here. Let us have some fun. Otherwise, man, they they temporary out here, bro. They smad temporary. Anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> he said, I'm going to sub you in. You on the bench? 
Let me go down there and look. Yeah, some girl just turned the ball over. Let me look down there. Hey, hey, Sophia, come on. Come on down, baby. Come Come on down. You in the game, baby. Hey, hey, let's check you in, sub. Sub. Yep. Shoot up. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't sit down, man. I don't need you throwing the ball all over the goddamn gym. All right. You all throwing the ball all over the gym, opening your mouth when they, you ain't supposed to. Let's sit your ass. Let's sit down for a second. Now, you still on the team. I didn't kick you out from the team. Sub. Hit that. Hey. Sub. Ref. Get. Yeah. Uh-huh. Number 15. Get her out. <laughs> get out of here go sit down baby all right hey man yo need to get back on defense all right let's go all right let me stop man hey just chill guys chill young guys these girls that are in your life are not gonna be in your life in freaking five years bro five years tops if you marry a decade she gonna be gone <laughs> She gonna be gone. Uh, twenty years. She's a distant memory. You might not even remember first and last name. When you fifty, she might come back, and she gonna come back more swollen than she left. All right, for some reason. So chill out, chill out, guys. All right, what are we doing? We got the two hour mark. We'll get to it. We're in the fourth stage right here. <laughs> We're getting closer. All right. Anyway, man, look and stop getting your heart on this one, man. Y'all are not supposed to be doing this. Where are we at? How men use energy in the money, energy, attention, and time phrase that I came up with. Meat, money, energy, attention, and time. One of the things about meat is this energy is that you transact. Every relationship is transactional. All right. Um, you transact feelings. You transact money. Even if you don't intend to, you transact energy, attention, a time. Uh, most of the time, it's given from the man to the woman, just like it is anatomically. It's given from the man. So the woman, just like love is, she's a receiver of love. And she gives love back to you based on how much you give, how much you invest. So I give love, she receives, she receives and gives back conditionally. This is basic transaction. Now, energy, the energy component is something you expend, expand. I expend energy. And sometimes you consume energy. So this is when she tells you, I just want you to listen. As a matter of fact, this woman's going to say it right here. People missing on this one. This woman's going to say I don't want a man for money. I just want, and she's going to identify what she wants. I want you to listen to what she says she wants and how that takes away energy from a man. Let me go ahead and show you. And I want ladies to listen because this is the education for you. Here we go. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talk to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like, people say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that like is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. Okay, so did you hear that last part? That's the part I wanted you to hear. I to have somebody that wants to check on me after I'm having a bad day. Okay, that is where the energy is going to come in. You thought it was sexual energy. But that energy, I'm going to show you a video, another video. 
that energy is not reciprocate. You don't get that back. She's going to drain the shit out of you. And how many bad days is she about to have? Well, in the 30-day calendar, calendar, calendar month, in a 30-day calendar month, 15 going to be bad. 15. What she about to do to you is you about to talk. She about to talk, talk, talk. You about to listen, listen, listen. This is not going to be a conversation. This is going to be a one-sided event. You're going to be in charge of her emotional stability. And thus, you are the emotional tampon. This is going to wear you down. This shit is going to wear you down to you're depleted of energy by the end of the day. You're going to be like, This is the energy transaction that women say, I don't want a man's money. I just want his time. And then what goes with that is the energy suck. It's going to be like a second job. So when I say women deplete men's energy, they don't give it back to him. This is exactly what happened. This is what I'm talking about. Now watch this. Okay. Now this is an innocent thing, but I often tell people, hey, look, I'm not your sounding board. No, I'm not going to check on you. That's your responsibility. No, I'm not in charge of your emotional support. I get it. I'm going to be there. Now, if you can't get your shit together, that's your problem. All right. I can get, I get it a couple times. Your granny died. Okay. Your granny died. Come and cuddle. All right. Maybe a little sex will make you relieve yourself of granny. All right. Okay. But not every two days, not just at will. I'm not your little toy. Where you could just be like, okay, you're in a relationship. Great. Now I have somebody to listen to me. No, you don't. No, you don't. I ain't just going to be sitting there just sitting on the couch. Listen to me again for the 50th time today. I'm going to show you two clips that show you this. All right. This is an energy suck for men. But you think women do think that you're supposed to do this. Right. You're supposed that's what a relationship is. All right. So this woman is going to say this is female hormones and male hormones. As you can see. He's on his computer and he's minding his own business and he's at home. That means he's present, but he's not being emotionally present. So you know what she's got to do? She got to go to Goofy Town. Time to go to Goofy Town. And what she's going to do is blame it on her hormones. Okay. She's going to blame it on her hormones. Let me go ahead and take you to Goofy Town real quick. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm watching TV. I'm looking at you. Fuck you. I'm dead again. I'm up. I can run faster than a bitch. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm watching TV. I'm looking at you. Fuck you. I'm dead again. I'm up. I can run faster than a bitch. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm watching TV. I'm looking at you. Fuck you. I'm dead again. I'm up. I can run faster. Now, now, anybody that has a dog, a child, all right, any of that, ladies, you have children, you have a pet. The pet's not doing anything but being a pet. The, the, the pet <laughs> pet wants to run and chase the ball. It's exhausting for you to do this. This energy that you want to get out of the pet, energy doesn't just go in the sky. It, it is transacted. Energy is transacted. So you're giving the pet energy. The energy is being put out by the pet, and it wears you down. This shit is just a pull into. If you have children that are like this, and you're like, damn, these kids, you're like, ah, shit, these kids wearing me down. Now, Ladies, you're the kid to men. You're like the dog to men. The energy is going all over the place. You're draining him. <laughs> you're draining the ninja. But in your mind, 
This is communication. This is attention. This is him being present. This is him being supportive and all of this stuff. And we're going to blame it on being uh, female hormones. No, this is just a person who needs some shit to do. Let's take this is what I would say. Let's take this to the bedroom. Let's take this to the bed. You got energy. OK, let's take this to the bedroom. All right. And go get this energy out. Well, she needs to be taking this to pound town. She needs to get a little. Oochie, oochie. She needs to get that energy out. OK, but instead, instead of going to the bedroom, couples experience no bedroom life. The bedroom life dies when the couple them extends past two years. So now this is how she gets her energy out. Annoying the shit out of you. And he's over there. At, oh, I'm the supportive husband. This is part of what people think relationships are. I think this is foul. I think this doesn't take the man into consideration. And I think men don't understand that this is the worst transaction you can ever make. You're getting little rewards as you're getting as it goes on. The minute you check out, the minute you say, no more of this bullshit, guess what? She's gone. Just like any other transaction. If I start with money and I remove the money, she gone. Right? If I start with emotional support, energy, and I stop the energy and emotional support. If I stop giving her attention that I was transacting to avoid money and time, guess what? If I say you're annoying, I don't want to spend any more time with you. I'm putting you back on the bench. Guess what? Right? I'm not happy. <laughs> the minute I say get your shit together, I'm not the person to get your shit together. No, I'm not going to therapy. Guess what? Abuse excuse. Yep. How dare you? Guys, money, energy, attention, or time. It is very rare that the man reverses this role. And if he does, then you hear that he's immature. He's goofy. He's annoying. That's what you'll hear from it because he's not taking that. And the man can say, well, my hormones are raging. Okay. By the way, they put this stuff out on the internet. Thank you. All right. This actually helps me prove my point better. And it says, well, next one, this, she says, no woman, no man is out of your league. I think this woman, I've done a video on her before. All right. Um, she says, how do I get a man? who is way out of my league, I am also working on my growth. Oh, my Lord. Mm. Ladies, if you're working on something, please leave men alone. you working on your pivot. You're working on your life and your spirituality. You're working on your soft girl era. you working on yourself. Stop dating. And this is what I tell men. If you're working on your bag, if you're trying to get your money right, if you're trying to get employed, leave women alone, please. You guys are out here messing up the game. All right, let's continue. What did she say? Oh, wait a minute. She's going to talk. Who is way out of my league. Her voice deep as hell. First of all, no man is ever out of your league. He's only in a different tax bracket. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do I tell you guys? I got money. What do I tell you guys? They always got money on the mind. They're always transacting the money. It always comes down to being rent being paid. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Here we go. <laughs> He's not, and I say this too, by the way, I don't disagree with her. 
All right. I always say there's no woman out of any man's league. All right. They're just out of your price range. And so she's backing this up right now. All right. Let's continue with it. And when you think about it like that, it's not that intimidating. Hello, my name is Carla and Restoring Healthy Mindsets is my thing. Ladies, we first have to start with our mindset. Remember, us as women lose more when we start investing in men because the one thing that we cannot get back ever is our youth, our time, and our energy. And for some reason, men age like fine wine. Notice, as men get older, they get more attractive. Okay, so um, she's back in. You know what? As much as people might hate what she's saying, she's actually speaking the truth. Um, and this is a general truth. Okay, so the old guys, the young guys that are 30, 32, 35, them young girls don't want you CGA. Uh, what you don't know is they be getting CGA. They be getting all the older dudes. You just don't see it, Ninja. They're very clever. They're very clever. You ain't going to never see it or you ain't really going to see it. And the way you only going to see it is go to a rich neighborhood. Go to Orange County. You're going to see age gaps like you ain't never seen, right? You ain't going to see it. You're going to be like, damn, so it is true. You're going to see them parading around older men with nobody giving a F. Now, if you are not in these echelons, you're not going to see it because the young girls you know ain't never going to be like, I'll be at CGA's house at all. But older men, older men are seen as mostly more attractive. And it's not physical looks she's talking about. She's not talking about he's got a six pack and he's got muscles and he's tall. That's not what she's talking about. Attractive. She's talking about physical characteristics, but what makes the man attractive is he's a man. All right. He ain't a little boy. He ain't, he don't look like a puppy that's wet behind the ears. Even with all your muscles and shit and your protein shakes, that ain't going to do much for women out here. And they know it. That'll be good for about an hour. And that's it. Ninjas, they attracted to the man. Right, and they know most older men, especially do just walk to the man. You got look, I'm manicured and shit compared to most grizzly Adam looking men, right? I'm actually a little when women see me, they like, damn, this ninja look like he ain't weather beaten, he ain't struggling, he don't look depressed, he got good. Okay, look at this shit. They're like, this dude got at least got his shit together. And it's a wrap. Now, let her talk about how the wall hits women. And I'm not saying that us as women, you know, lose our value. Not at all. But due to our biology, we do have, you know, that time frame. Hence why your time is more valuable. So instead of saying that he's out of your league, you need to start understanding that you're out of his league. It is a blessing to be in the presence of a woman who knows her value, who knows her worth, uh -oh. who is just radiating beauty. And when you carry yourself with confidence, you're going to start attracting the right people into your life. And whenever I'm doing one-on-one -on -one with my ladies, they always come back to me and they tell me, Carla, I thought you were kidding when you said that all I needed to do was fix my mindset to attract these men. But now I have way too many options. I would love to see her in action. I would love to see her in action. All right. I would love to see her in action. By the way, I won't talk about her looks too much. All right. Because she's mid. All right. She's mid. But I'm thinking she probably does very well. She knows when to shut up. I think she knows her role. All right. As much as she thinks she's talking weird, I, I think she knows her role. I think she actually can execute much better with precision than most modern American women. Now, speaking of something she just said, this woman is going to say the opposite, okay, about men knowing their worth. Now, this is a straggle. 
Straggles tend to be very, very goofy. All right. But this is a straggle where she says about the man knowing his worth and how she doesn't like men who know their worth. All right. So watch this. This is what I call the automatic disqualification. So here it is right here. Let's go ahead and play her. That's why I don't like men who like know their worth. Like, <laughs> I hate y'all. I hate men who know their worth. They be like, I don't got to deal with girl shit. I know my worth. I got my worth. Four men was just like dinner and but now y'all want to be like having real deep conversations and shit. <laughs> y'all want to be like, asking like what you what you do? Oh, I do trying to cut bitches off. Like, no, I don't got time for the drama. Or you toxic? I hate when they say to me, you toxic. So what's up? What you doing tomorrow? Who yeah. teaching y'all that shit? The for real, who teaching y'all that shit? Who teaching us what? Y'all worth? I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so take a look out of the mouth of goofy babes. She says, "I don't like that. That you know your worth. Who's teaching you this?" Who's teaching you not to put up with my bullshit and drama? Who's teaching you to have elevated conversations? Who's teaching you not to deal with me and make me let me spend the night? Who's teaching? See, they hate when you have your shit together. They hate when CGA. This is why they hate CGA, bro. This is why they hate men like me, because I'm telling you the truth. And the only thing they have to say back in return is who hurt you. They don't have anything logical to say back because I'm attacking you guys with physics as somebody said earlier in the chat i'm hitting y'all with the physics they don't like that they like emotional ninjas and i'm not talking about love emotion i'm talking about where she could control and manipulate your emotion like this she could come in and distract you she likes the dude that's gonna sit on the couch and she can do goofy shit like that she likes you to not have your schedule together and not pencil her in she likes to be able to come and go as she pleases she likes that shit she likes you texting her and being like where are you what she likes it because she has an advantage. Anyone who's not able to be manipulated is called crazy. But when you're able to be manipulated, especially by emotions, you are valuable. You're valuable in some sort of way. So she's like, we don't need guys who got their shit, who knows their shit that I can't get in there. This is a straggle mindset. And she will be messing with pookies forever. A younger woman who figures it out and says, I can't treat this guy like this guy because this guy can't be manipulated. This guy can. And she learns. She goes back to like that Mexican girl that was in the previous clip. All right. These guys have an advantage. Oh, whatever. Let's get to let's get to let's get to what we're doing with and deal with it that way. In their mind, they want a guy who has their shit together, but also is a goofy. Emotional, hyper. Um, spontaneous, but then has his shit together, right? They want the, they want the polished pookie. <laughs> they want the polished pookie where he's somehow on the weekend or somehow on a, on a Wednesday, ah, forget my job and my life and my career. Forget that. Let's manage your pookie bullshit over here. Let's do, let's do something wild. <laughs> let's do something on the edge. You know, a stable sucker. Yeah, they want a stable sucker. A guy that actually knows his worth and his value, but just a sucker buying her handbags <laughs> with little back in return, giving him, giving her $2,000 to $3,000 a week in allowance, but is smart with money. I want somebody super smart, a mentor with money, but he's dumb when it comes to spending on women. 
<laughs> you're like, yo, what? That don't make no sense. All right, let me see here. Uh, what do we got here? Are we ready for the main event? I think we're about ready. I do have a couple more straggles. I got another straggle here. Oh, yeah, let me show you this one more straggle. We'll get onto it. All right, thank you for the support, Super Chats and all that. We do have one more straggle. This is the masculine straggle. All right, any women that are using masculinity, I don't know what you're out here doing and trying to accomplish, but hey, best best to you, man. It is not attractive to anybody body that got their shit together. Not many men. All right, so this woman here, let's look at her with a tattoo on her titty. God bless her. Listen to what she got to say. Hyper-independence, hyper-masculinity, especially with black women, is a trauma response. We, do, we don't feel safe. So when we don't feel safe or we don't feel like you can handle anything or we don't feel like you can be assertive or you can be ambitious or you can go out there and do what you need to do for our family, then somebody has to, and I got to do it for me and my child, right? So it's, 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 a, it's really a trauma response. Nobody wants to be this like aggressive confrontational like who wants to be like that so do you do you got a rebuttal yeah but but the thing the thing on the um when you come out into the dating world is that nobody cares about our excuses as to why we are how we are right if a if That's a man fair. or reasons if a man said hey I'm, I'm like this because my dad wasn't around he never taught me how to be a man no but no but with right? that no People but with that as you can see, she right there argumentative and cut him off. Guys, read the signs. He's trying to make a point. No, but up. Uh, no, but she turned into a butt person. He rebuttaled. He waited to her to finish her gog gobbledygook. And he came in and responded very nicely. He didn't yell and scream. But she said, I'm going to yell and scream over you. This woman's going to use trauma and abuse. I wish women would get over their shit for real. One of the best things you could do, ladies, is get over your bullshit that you probably caused and chose. Not only that, you offered another man's kid to the guy. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? The inability of women and men to get over their bullshit is one of the things that you're, you're causing problems in the next relationship. You're causing problems in the ne next relationship because that man had nothing to do with your trauma. But now I got to bring myself down to your low bullshit because you can't get over your life and you're going to mess up my relationship with your trauma bullshit. Get over it. We all got trauma. All of us, all of us have had bullshit. And to say you don't have trauma, I don't even know what you're, you're a human being. We all been given plates of shit to eat. It is what it is. All of us, whether you're rich, poor, black, white, we all got bullshit. Now, you all running around here with extra bags when you need to pack like who? Who? Pack light. Black women, pack light. Erica Badu done told y'all. But you going bag lady, you going to hurt your back. Carrying all them bags like that. Nobody ever told you. Nobody give a f about what you go through. It's true. I'm going to hold on, hold on. Women aren't going to really care for him in that way because he acts more feminine. So I understand the reasons why black women are more or exude more masculine traits. But in the dating world, a lot of men just don't care. And men, you guys need to tell them. All right, I'm 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 the one telling them, I don't care about your bullshit. I don't, All right? 
And you're not wrong for telling them that. You're not. You're like, I don't care about this shit. Man, why do I need to care about this? What you need to do is get your shit together to meet a man like me. Don't give a damn about your past. You don't care about mine. Okay. And he, that's what the guy was trying to say. Well, we have stuff too. We can't come in and just dump it in your lap. Trauma dump. Okay. But they want to trauma dump your lap. And that's because they can't get over their own shit. Guys, what I'm going to tell you is leave them alone, please. I don't care how fine she is, how gorgeous, how fat her booty is, how flat her titties is, whatever you like. All right. I don't care. They, they are not entitled to dump on you because they can't get their shit together. Trauma dumping on you. They're not entitled to do that, nor is it your job. Tell them you don't care and kick their ass to the curb if they don't understand. It's simple. They're getting away with murder out here on men. And the one thing now, because now men don't, you know, they, they think they want to say men beat them up and physically abuse them. But they'll also now say since men aren't giving a damn, what do they say now as a form of abuse that men are pulling on them? It's no longer physical anymore. It's rarely physical. What do they say the abuse is now? This is an indicator. They say the abuse is now emotional. He emotionally abused me. You understand you can't win at that point, guys. You can't win. You can't win. And most of it is because you stop giving an F. I don't give us. Wait a minute. You start turning into Reverend X when they come in with more bullshit. That you're supposed to handle because they think that's what you signed up for. And you hit them with this. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Right? So it's verbal, emotional, because they didn't get over their shit. And they wanted to dump, dump, dump. And then you closed the trash bin on them and moved it. Emotional abuse. Guys, do not date people like this. If you're dealing with people like this, excommunicate them from your life. Let's get into the last one here. Uh, main event. And I'm going to get to these super chats. Trust me. There's no God in marriage. We're going to prove it. There's going to be proof. First of all, you're going to hear from CGA delivering the sermon from the mountain, from the mountaintop on There's No God in Marriage circa uh, October, October 2022. Hafiz is here debating. We're on the Valuetainment channel. And CGA says right here, CGA slams the concept of marriage. There is no God in marriage. You're going to get an education today. You're going to get an education. Let's take it to Hafiz. Say it to CGA in a feast uh, right here. Play it. Being married, nobody wants their daughter to be 41 years old, single, mm -hmm. mom, baby, mom of three. Nobody wants that for their right. daughter, especially if they want kids. So to me, I think the, 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 the part of the conversation needs to be, is this information benefiting both human beings? When you're on team men, it only needs to benefit team men. Guys, understand what debating is. Just listen. Just listen and let them hang themselves. All right, you don't have to interrupt them or get loud. CGA cool as the other side of the pillow. Thinking, listening to every word, waiting for this ninja to slip up. All right, I'm going to wait for you to slip up, and I'm going to destroy your ass. I ain't in my feelings. I'm not enraged. <laughs> I'm like, let me listen. I didn't even dress for the debate. All right, here we go. <laughs> if you're on Team Republican, all needs to benefit Team Republican. If you're on Team America, it has to benefit all Americans. If you're on Team Human, it has to benefit both males and females. So that's why I loved her questions, because mm -hmm. I think the best, like, I can give my 
hardcore advice to benefit men. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, the most hardcore advice that benefits men simultaneously benefits women. One, one more thing I'll add to that. And I hope you I, I don't mean to offend you. There's no God in marriage in the United States. So that's kind of misleading. And people will find that out if your marriage is destroyed. You go back to your pastor and you say, hey, my marriage is being destroyed. He has no power over that because it is a state agreement. So I will bring you back to make sure you understand. And I counsel men. There's no God in marriage. Well, That's been gone. Well, well, Listen, it was an no, old idea. It's absolutely gone unless you live in an true. American South. So, so you, most people on the West Coast, many people in the East Midwest, there's no God in marriage. So well, we break know that down. What do you mean there's well, no God in marriage? There's no God in marriage. So people get married. One mm -hmm. of the things that they will do is they will seek counsel of the church. And then as such, the guys will give them guidance and it will be biblical principle. However, they will say, we can't do anything until you sign this state sponsored agreement with family law context. All right. They're not going to have a Bible in there. They're not going to have a Bible in that divorce court. The judge is not going to ask you, do you like God? And what about God in your marriage? There will be no context to that. And such as mm -hmm. such, what is the overriding principle here? Does your he marriage there, is Huffies? state funded, no, not God like, funded. He has made a All right, your marriage is state. I'm just hitting them with the facts. I'm just hitting them with the facts. Your marriage is state funded, not God funded. In America, your marriage is God uh, state funded, not God funded. Now, I hit them with them facts. Let's see how he dealt with the blow. All right, let's get into it. He just made a, a random point. That I didn't make it random. I told you that, that so, this so will offend first, you. Was I, uh, and it's now say? offended you. What did I say? No, it didn't offend me. You're just wrong. Let me let me say what I'm wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me finish. I'm oh, no, let, right. me, let me finish. Then, let me, let me, let the, me finish. In the marriage in let the United me finish States. and you can talk. Let me finish. No, no, hold for a second. Let me, no, let, me, let me finish. Are you going to say there's no God in marriage in the United States? Coach, finish your point. You're saying there's no God in marriage in the United States. Correct. Got it. That was his point. So I can now I'm going to talk. So I made a point and I said, if your truth aligns with God, mm -hmm. that truth is most powerful. That's what I said. If your truth aligns with God, meaning the word that you speak aligns with God, those words are the most powerful. That he made a point saying there is no God in marriage. So, so first, that's a semantic thing because God is everywhere. Whether God chooses to supervene in things or not, I, am, I will never be the person that says God is not here. I will never be the person... That says God is not present here. Could we argue that that is God blessing every American Western marriage? Of course not. Of course, God is not blessing every American, but God is definitely in my parents' marriage. So when you say there is absolute statements, there is no God in marriage. False. There, correct. There is no God in some marriages. There is no God in most marriages in regards to by being there, no God, meaning that God's not blessing it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're saying that God is not blessing what's happening in most marriages, that is a true statement. But to say there is no God in marriages, period, that is a false statement. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, you know, uh, let's let's find out if it's true or false. He actually all over the place. I can't really tell if it was in some marriages or anything like that. Let's find out if what I said was true. I stated the fact. The fact was the fact. The fact is undisputed. Now, you might have a belief system, and that's fine. You might believe he's any, ever or omnipresent in your relationship. That's fine. I, I will. I'll, I don't have I won't interfere in that. 
I will never interfere with that. But when it comes to American marriage, the fact is there's no God in American marriage. I'm going to show you. We're talking about American marriage now, right? Let me see if I can. All right. I'm going to play this. And this is a gentleman. I don't know who it is, but he's going to make a claim. But the claim is going to support my claim. And you can do further investigation if you want. But this is undisputed truth. What you agree to when you marry in America, what you agree to is this, not under God, not the Bible marriage. You guys understand what I'm talking about. This is what you agree to when you get married in the United States. All right, let's go ahead and let it rip. And I'll have to pause it because it is two minutes and 43 seconds. And I'll never let a video play that long without intervening. Let's go with it. Diagram is from the United States Patent and Trademark Office. It is the blueprint of a marriage. All right. Did you know the states patented a marriage? Okay, so his claim is that states, the U.S. Patent Office of the United States, have states, each state, that has patented the design of American marriages. Okay, now, I don't know this to be true, but what he's going to say is he's going to go down and talk about the design of the American marriage. What is designed after as far as the states involved? Let's get into it. Yeah. <clears throat> for all those of thinking about getting married or are married, this is for you. Or those that are divorced, it's still for you. See, the state is the primary in the contract. Uh-oh. The state is the primary in the contract. As I said, the, you're, when you get married in America, the, you're signing up for a state-sponsored contract, not God. So when I say I'm not trying to offend people who believe in the Lord, I'm not. What I'm saying is when you get married, the state is the head of your marriage, not God. Okay, so when anything happens, anything, a domestic dispute, something happens to your kids, they don't take you don't send your kids to school. The state overrules them. Not God. They don't, nobody calls God. If your kids don't go to school for five days in a row, they call the state. Let's continue. The state joins. With the husband. And then enjoins with the wife. Enjoins. There is no direct line connection between the husband and the wife. Enjoins. Enjoins. Joins and enjoins. Enjoins just means second position joinery. Oh, enjoins. Second position joinery, according to him. So you, the husband, contracts through the state to take care of who the state supports, which are the women. This is overwhelmingly true with welfare state, with jobs, government support, child support. The state gives you permission to support the wife through the state. If this contract that is disrupted, which he's going to say later, the state intervenes and decides what you who is contracted to the state must do for the woman who is in contract with the state. That is a marriage in America. 
That is a marriage. That's that. This is the only definition of a marriage in America. Now, your your pastor might have married you, but the pastor cannot intervene in any contract. OK, with this, the state contracts this. All right. So this is when I say there's no God in American marriage. This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly the blueprint. Let's continue. So the state joins with the husband and joins with the wife. There's no direct line between the husband and the wife. Big point there. There's no direct line between the husband and the wife. The line goes through the state. So you don't have a direct line to your wife. Your wife's not happy. She goes to the state. This is the any family court, state court, social services, whatever. That's what the state represents. You hit your wife. Same thing. She contacts the state police, the city police, and then the state gets involved. Your wife hits you. You have kids. You have kids and you can join through Social Security birth certificate, which is issued by the state that gives parentage to you, parentage to you through the state. You have a state birth certificate. Everything gets sponsored then by they get involved. Your children has a contract. Your contract, you're contracting parentage through the state for your children. And the state gets to decide at any point how much parentage you have. You break up. The, the state says this is how much parentage you have. You have 50% parentage. You have 25% parentage, right? The state decides that, not you and the wife. Sometimes you can decide and then send contract to the state. You could decide without the state deciding, but you could tell the state what you're going to do. But you have to tell the state because if anything happens, the state can't intervene. Okay. Here we go. And by the way, the state does own your kids, meaning that if your kids are under the age of 18, the state decides that they should be under education, right? And you can't decide, you can decide to homeschool them, but you have to have a structured program. But if you do not homeschool them, the state decides that you should go to schools and certain schools based on where you live or whatever it is. And if you want to go private school, you can do so as well. Decision, but notify them as a result. If you do not send your kids to their schools, the state schools, 90% of people, kids go to state schools. They will report you, potentially arrest you for not sending their children to school that you have pay rentage over. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is too much. This is the stuff where I'm just giving you truth. This is what you contract when you fall in love. All right. When you fall in love with a woman and I start telling you, well, you better look out for this and that. And this is the truth of this. And then I get who hurt you. You need love. And when I say there's no love in God, there's no love in God involved in marriage. This is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about not being in love. I do sometimes talk about it. But when I'm saying when you get serious. Men are in love. Women are in business. They bring you to this. I'm going to make another point. They lead you to this. You tell a woman, ah, let's just live together. No, I want to get married. Why? Well, I just want to. And she'll tell you her reasons why. She leads you to this. You say, okay, let's just have a ceremony in our backyard. No family. We'll have somebody come out who can ordain us, ordain, and he can bless us with a marriage. She'll say, no. I want a contract through the state. I want a marriage license. Why? 
to protect me from blah, blah, blah. That's her protecting her interest, her support, which is it's just not foul. This is fair for her to do so because she is leveraging you supporting her. Uh, she's leveraging her body and her time and her usage for support. So this is not foul by her, but she is leading you there by asking for the marriage. She's asking you the contract to the state to protect her, not you. When she says, I don't want a religious ceremony, I, 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 I want the paper. That's what she's doing. She's contract. She's not contracting through God. She's contracting through the state. Let's continue. And yes, she knows what that means. She knows exactly what that means. That is a broken line. Any architecture or engineer will tell you that a broken line on a blueprint is a beam that bears no weight. And they put God on that line. Wow. Uh, so God is on the beam that bears no weight, a broken line, according to this diagram. God is a beam that bears no weight. It's there, but it has no choice in this matter. Continuing. So God bears no weight in the contract. When you get married with the state, God bears no weight in the contract. The state is the primary contract holder under the doctrine of parents patre. And if the husband wants to deal with the wife, they have to go through the state. If the wife wants to deal with the husband, they have to go through the state and so on. Yeah. Yeah. And now you see how people I'm, I'm assuming people are shocked by either this representation and or in this in his audience, they're shocked. They're like, what? The reality is this is information that is readily available to you, but is not introduced to you. You're not educated with it. Thus, you will think it's false. You will think it's false doctrine. You will think that's this can't be true. Now, any man that has ever been divorced or ever had been had a baby mama, ever been put on child support, ever have dealt with the state, a lawyer. You know this to be true. You've learned this and you learned the hard way. You did not learn this before. You entered into the courtroom and they beat you over the head with it. And you were like, whoa, I now I know. Now, you know, after you get ran over, <laughs> OK, you don't know. You don't know this until you get hit with it. When you finally figure it out, you're like, oh, shit, I ain't never doing that again. All right. Question, monetize your questions. I know people are just talking. Says it's a sin to not be married. Again, they're leveraging your, whatever you're affiliating with, that's what they leverage it so you can do it. But the Bible didn't say marry through the state. Did the Bible say marry through the state? Show me that scripture. Show me that. But let's continue. <laughs> Did the Bible say get a state marriage certificate? Probably not. All right, but you can go with it. Here we go. They tell you you have to get a divorce if you want to separate. When you get a divorce, you're still under contract with the state. Ooh. So you still have to work 
through the stick. See, that's not now that one he dropped. I want you to I'm going to repeat it because it is quite low. The volume. Even when you get a divorce. Even when you get a divorce, you're still contracted through the state. Now, I made that point by saying this. I've said you're never truly divorced if you have children. Why? Because you're still contracted through the state through the pay rentage. I've said this. People think I come out of left field. When you get a divorce, you're still under contract, meaning that the divorce case still stays open. And at any point, they can revisit it. If your kid becomes a juvenile delinquent, something happens to your kid. One parent does something to the other kid. I mean, some parent, another parent does something to the child. Okay. The child needs support. The child needs medical attention. The child needs braces. You got to go through the state to discuss if you disagree on a medical treatment here or there. One parent says, I want to chop off the sexual organs of my child. Another parent says, I don't want that happen. Where do you go to the state? The owner of the contract. One parent says, I want to send my kid to this school. Another parent says, I want to send my kid to that school. You go through the state. Unless two people are rational and can agree, hey, we don't want the state to be involved. That's the only way to make it work. And that takes extreme compromise. Both parents have to be on the same page. But we know that that's normally not the case. One parent has a vendetta against the other. So one parent tends to use the child as a pawn or enable to get, get a, they have a vendetta for the other parent. So the other parent in their infinite buffoonery involves the state in every step because they cannot deal with the other parent. So their solution is get the state involved every time. Who is God? Where is God in all of this? Where? <laughs> right? Where? If she, if you're on child support, did you ask God to put you on child support, take you off, lower the payments? You didn't. You went and prayed to a judge who was employed by the state. You didn't ask the Lord anything. He could do nothing for you. Your pastor, who is ordained by the Lord, could do nothing about it. Zero. Let's continue, all right? When I say this, this is what it is. You're getting the education here. This is the best edutainment on YouTube. New, 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 new world order. Even if you've been divorced 30 years, you work with the state. They get involved in every aspect of your life between the two of you with the state. All right. Shout out to that brother right there. And if anybody knows his name, please share it. Um, let me see here if I can see what his name is here. I don't see what his name is. I don't see what his name is at all. All right. So if anybody knows who that is, again, we're not going to shoot the messenger because, oh, he he's a this religion. I know people want to do that. Doesn't matter. All right. You guys want to do that. That's how you lose out here. He gave you one of the biggest pieces of information that every young boy under 18 should know. Once you turn 13, every boy should be learning this. And they don't. And that dumbass in the jail end up in jail for failure to pay child support when you're 22 because you impregnated some woman at 16. Every man should know this. It should be what every man should be educated with. 
But guess what? They forget. They leave this part out. <laughs> they leave. They happen to let your dumb ass go 40, 50 years without you knowing this shit until you need to know it. And by the time you know it, it's too late. All right. It's way too late. By the way, do women know this? Ask yourself. Ask yourself this. Do women know any of this information? I want you to ask yourself this. This is where it's really going to hurt you. Okay. Do women know this information? The answer is they know way more than you do. They know way more of this than you do. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly where they're leading you. They know exactly what they can get out of this. So when I say the divorce is planned before the marriage, that's what I mean. They know what you're doing. They know what you're getting into. They just ain't going to tell you. And then they know they can just pull that ripcord and get what the results are. The results are, I'll just go to the state. I'll just call the police. I'll just go to the counselor. I'll just go to the judge. I'll just hire an attorney. I'll just have somebody protect me. I'll just have, take the kids away from them. I'll just, she knows what comes with this. It's you that don't know what's coming because you fell in love. Men are in love. Women are in business. Let me show you this clip and then we'll get all the super chats. This is a woman. This is a show. And I featured these clips. I, I guess this show is going crazy on Netflix. And it's the show with the marriage counselor from the University of California at Berserkley. Don't you know that all of these people who are in the counseling and therapist profession, therapist profession, if you go to a marriage counseling, who is their contract with? If you wanted to be a marriage and family therapist, counselor, who do they contract with? Who approves them to be able to perform their duties and services? I want just think about it. <laughs> he says Satan. It's the state. The state. In order for them to do work and service you, they must have approval through the state, meaning they, the state says you need to pass this test. You need to know this information. You need to have a degree. You it's the state again. There goes the state. Lawyers, what do lawyers have to do in order to be lawyers? They must do this one thing. They can have a JD, but they're not considered a lawyer until they do this one thing. What is that one thing? Lead attorneys going crazy right now. They have to pass the what? They have to pass the what? The state bar. The state bar. And the bar is a state association. It's a bar exam. The state provides them with the opportunity. So the state's there again. All right. The state's there again. And all attorneys, whether they're opposing counsel in a courtroom, belong to the same state bar. The judge belongs to the same state bar. Now, this attorney could say, I hate, I hate this other one, but they all are following and under the same umbrella. And I'm not saying they're working in conjunction with each other, but they sure ain't working under your interest. I'm going to tell you that right now. They ain't working under your interest. Their interest is in protecting them, their interest, and that's the state. All right, so anyway, let's give you this one right here. This is a marriage counselor. All right, I'm going to have to sleep with the jammy tonight just to let y'all know. All right, I'm going to have to sleep with one eye open. This is the marriage counselor here. Uh, this also goes to the energy conversation that I had earlier. 
I sent him, because I'm not allowed to call him while he's at work, so I text him. And I texted him, and I said... Now um, we're getting into something. Don't, don't say it like that. Because so, if you're not allowed to call, you break that rule. Because you call all the time. Give her the reason why you say that. Because you don't want me calling you at why work. Okay, so listen to this conversation. This is a marriage therapist, I suppose. And the conversation is about whether this woman can call her husband while he's at work. She wants to be able to call him while he's at work. Do you see the problem here? Money, energy, attention, and time. She's actually interfering, and he's got to transact money, energy, attention, and time while he's at work. You guys got to be protective of your money, energy, attention, and time. She's energy zapping him while he's trying to focus on what he's doing. Okay. Now she thinks she's in. Remember, I said when you commit to a woman, she thinks she, you're she's entitled to your constant energy and attention and time and money. So she thinks I can bother you, I can be silly with you, I can manipulate you, I can disrupt you. She believes this is part of what a relationship is. You don't listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. You have to put up boundaries and say, no, you can't do this, and you dirt certainly can't do this here. He's putting up a boundary and she's violating it because she believes this is part of what relationships are. This is fairy tale bullshit. But let's see if the counselor can intervene. And this counselor's always looking dumb as hell. Let's continue. Don't I want you calling me at work? Because work is very important to you. But why is it important? Why is it? See, take this a look. Look, this is like talking to a damn child. And this is a fort. When when I keep telling you about women that age. It doesn't matter their age as long as it's legal. A woman that's 40 does not mean she's mature. She might be able to act mature. She might be able to act like she got some sense. But take a look at this guy. She knows exactly why she doesn't want uh, he doesn't want her to call. And she's sitting there with that goofy ass look on her face as if to say, you ain't going to outsmart me. I'm going to still F your world up. Take a look at this. Take a look. This is a woman who knows what the hell she's doing. And she done dragged you to marriage therapy. And she knows you're screwed either way. The grown-up ass child with breast. All right, let's continue. I don't. I hope this is a movie. <laughs> All right, look at this look. Well, why don't I, why don't why don't I want you to call me at work? Cause you, cause it's your priority. That I say to you. You tell her why. You tell her why. Because she will call. 20 times a day, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Call 20 times a day. Do you think that's foul? That is foul. That's not appropriate. But she dragged him here because he's the problem, right? And she even knows. Look at the despicable look on her face. Let's continue. Mm -hmm. And she expects me to pick up 20 times. Mm -hmm. And every single time, it's nothing important. And if I don't answer that phone. Well, I guess it's important just in the sense of establishing a connection. No. Absolutely. See, this is why this is why I don't enjoy marriage counseling. She just tried to give her an out. You see this? This is all what we call female owned group preference. He's complaining. He put up a boundary. She's violating it 20 times calling at work. She knows that the counselor is going to side with her. So she gave her an out. Well, 20 times calling about nothing. She just wants to establish a sense of connect ninja.
on dude this is why you really somebody said this is what happens to weak men you guys gotta really start standing up for yourself nobody's gonna help you when you get to this level all right nobody's gonna help you and the more you let this parasite attach to you the more screwed you're gonna get you guys gotta walk right out of marriage counseling when they hit you with that bullshit what no let's continue we just spoke <laughs> establish a connection he was like, we just spoke already. We already established the connection. <laughs> this is the goofy stuff men get into relationships with. And then they try. The, the problem you have is you try to rationalize out of it. Guys, don't rationalize yourself while you're in a relationship. Don't bring logic while you're in a relationship. You have to bring it in well before because you are not correcting this now. It's out of control. You're not pulling this back. Okay, let's get to these super chats, man. Thank you for the support. And uh, shout out to JC says, will you ever completely communicate with your ex? No. Listen, uh, people violate trust. When you violate trust and um and and anything that I say and you say, you they might use it to uh, support their case, uh, to to use against the father. Um, and they demonstrate this by reporting whatever they information they know to the state. You can't communicate with them. You have to cut them off. So if people are turning you over, your social security number, your private information, your address, your location, what you do for work, when you work, where you work. I mean, imagine that's a hitman. You're turning over all vital and private information to people who are going to use it against you. Why would you openly communicate with a person like that? You cannot anymore. And guys need to set boundaries. When they do that to you, this is not a teammate. This is an enemy. Same thing as they go to marriage counseling. They fill out the form, tell you everything they believe they need to tell you about the marriage, the ins and outs. No. No. You cannot openly communicate with people like that. You got to cut them off. Because they're using the information against you. Always. <laughs> right? They violated your trust. They violated your privacy when you do that. They violate your privacy when you do that. Okay? Why, why communicate with a person like that? And they know what this information is going to do. Potentially, financially, um, financially displace you. Potentially lose your job. Potentially, lose, you know, uh, uh, mess up your mortgage. Uh, put levies on your bank account. Uh, they know what they're doing. Why would you openly communicate with a person like that? Let's get to it. Pimp Skywalker says, Proverbs 31. Give not thy strength to women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to you, JC says, got to get my peace leave and run Scooby-Doo style out here. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> <clears throat> Some dudes will be like, yeah, they'll make you homeless. They'll put you in jail. And they'll be like, well, that's just how it goes. <laughs> right. All right. Some dudes will be like, I'm cool with my baby mom, Sean. And I'll be like, what has she done? Well, she be, she did trip on me a couple of times and got all CPS on me and put me on child support. And then I went to jail for child support. Then I lost my job. She's not cool with you. She thinks you're a big old goofy ass gump. And she's 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 uh she's got you like a puppet. She playing you like a puppet. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. Shout out to Sincere says what CGA is explaining is in the episode of Black Mirror. The episode is called Hang That Hang the DJ. The whole episode is about an app timing relationships. Interesting. 
Roberto Moreno, a customer of mine, recalls and recalled how her brother was nearly burned alive, 70% burns, and said he would do he would do that about 10 times over, then go through divorce with child custody issues. CGA warned you, go. Indeed. Like, I refuse to be dragged back in court. They're going to have to drag me kicking and screaming. All right, I don't want to go back in the building. Okay. First of all, there's no need to be back in there. Second of all, fuck what they got going on in there. That's the belly of the beast. All right, Joe K says paying dues will watch the playback. And of course. And that's you. Him says truth every time in court. It was the state versus me every time. And they'll say that state versus even in criminal court, state versus this, the people versus that <laughs> guys, right? It's crazy. Shout out to my aunt Curtis in the building says your content, your content is gold. And I know lead attorney says that lead attorney. I got something to tell you, brother. He says, nobody's telling you this information. Now, you know, this is a lie. You know, this is a lie, brother. And I know you watch me. And where's that Puerto Rican girl at? Tell her I'll borrow her for a couple of hours. All right, a weekend. Send that Puerto Rican girl over. My man says he's the only one telling you this. Now, he's the only one with the state bar and a JD telling you this. Well, let me tell you, brother. You know CGA be on your neck and they neck. CGA is telling you it from the street's perspective. Shout out to the lead attorney. I'm telling you from the outside, see, you got to protect a couple of secrets in here. Huh? You still got to protect secrets, Ninja. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, man, shout out to the league. You know I, you know it's all love, brother. Juan says, Coach banished that Ninja Hafiz to the underworld, all right? And his stuff ain't never been the same. We got a sponsor, a double sponsor in the building. Curtis Jackson, get low, says your content is gold, double sponsor in the building. We going platinum, Ninja, we going platinum, <laughs> All right? PayPal in the building. We going to go PayPal and Venmo to close it. And if you did, listen, I know people, again, 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 some people don't like me. They just don't like me. I get it. But let's be honest. Can you dispute anything that I said? Today's show. Oh, I'm pretty sure you can pull one thing out of your ass, but you can't dispute anything that you heard today, nor can you find an opposite truth other than you might go to your sky daddy. All right. But even sky daddy tells you sky daddy ain't never told you to go get a state sponsored marriage. He ain't never said that. Shout out to your brother, my brother, who is, goes by the name of Pastor Dowell. He will even tell you the same. Pastor Dowell will tell you the same. He will tell you never get a marriage license. And if a woman suggests that you should get a marriage license, she's not the woman for you. That's what Pastor Dowell will say. Sheldon, did I miss your super chat? I didn't miss it. You just came in late. All right. Sheldon says, now I, I already said that. You don't, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Sheldon Williams, he said, I missed your super chat. Then super chatted it after I finished. Come on, man. I see what you're doing. Let me scroll up. I ain't missing. <laughs> All right. 
He says, no God in marriage. I initially bucked that message. But when I got married, my pastor did not say by the power vested in me by Christ. My pastor said by the power vested in me by the state of Maryland. Man, I'm glad I didn't miss that one. He said it. Listen to what your pastor said. And that's listen, that's going to be true. By the power vested in me by the state of Maryland, I now pronounce you man or wife. There you go. Who gave the pastor the power? He's even telling you, pastor even telling you, hey, man, the state told me I could do this. Tell him, Sheldon. Tell him. Wow. That is a fact. That is a truth. Boom. Wow, brother, the state is who marries you. God is out of it. Shout out to no government name. I typically don't have sympathy for people in the West, specifically America. It's simple. I don't either. I don't either. DC says the Bible says there is one mediator between God and man. That man is Jesus Christ. He says they are there are many antichrists. The word is alive and well. Thanks for separating it. From this clown word, read up ninjas. Yeah, we've, you know, um, as you know, I'm not a big spiritual or church guy, but I think we've lost religion or we lost the Lord in everything. And Satan presides over just about everything for real. Kaylin says it's been statistically proven that BWs are the least desired women on the dating marketplace, given how they act. I can't say I'm surprised. Well, I'm not over, I'm not over. I'm not over beauty standards, so I can't say what is what. I can only say what my preferences are, but everybody has their preferences. But I think, you know, a lot of people want to be felt sorry for, and I understand that. People go through trauma, and I understand that. But when you out here twerking and doing the stanky leg in conjunction to this, I can't go for it. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I saw you doing the stanky leg. Then tomorrow, you acting ad talking about oppression. Listen, <laughs> even the slave tap dance and shuffle, but come on. Shout out to Kevin W says, this is gold. He says, would you say that paying for a marriage license is the reverse of a dowry? Wow. What they call the bride price. I believe the, uh, the opposite of the dowry is a bride price in which I say all men pay. All men pay. All men pay. And married men pay the most. What do I also say? Free women cost the most. I keep proving this, and it keeps being proven. You write a blank check when you sign a marriage agreement. It's a blank check. Now, the check can end up being a zero. Like, you can lose your job and become disabled and make no money. That's often not the case, and that's often not the case why she married you. She married you because you were at her level or above, typically, in general. In general. Knowing good and damn well, these kids are a source of financing. Free women cost the most. Right? Shout out to no government name sending another donation to establish a connection. <laughs> She's just trying to establish a connection. Are you indeed, based on this contract, leasing your wife from the state? Well, if you think about it, technically, yes. Because as far as the state's concerned, just thinking, I'm going to just think rationally from their perspective, okay? Women are known to typically think about saying they make less money than men, 60 cents on the dollar, whatever number they come up with. 
typically women are more likely to use social services. They're more they're more likely to be uh, focused on raising kids. Right. In conjunction with working and trying to support themselves. So the state knows inherently that this group needs support. Um, they they don't work physical jobs late into their lives. They typically lose motivation to work somewhere around 40s and 50s. This is why they look for retirement plans and men, second marriages, men to take on uh, single mothers. They're not going to be hustling and working till 50, 60, 70, right? Men typically do that. Women typically don't. So they know this person's going to need to be supported. Thus, from their perspective, they do not want to be the only one supporting them. They're not going to do it. They can't afford it. It will tank the state. It will bankrupt the state and the government. Take a look at what's happening now. Too many of them are being supported. Thus, if I if a woman goes to the state, they will ask her, have you ever been married? Where where is he at? If he's divorced, why is he not supporting you? He needs to support a percentage of you. He has kids with you. He needs to support you before we can support you. This is the contract. So inherently, they can't support women by themselves. They can't have unmarried women running around town. They know it's an end game for them. Unmarried women running around the entire state is end game for the government. It's going to bankrupt them. But in our world, we tell them to do this, but we also tell them to attach to corporation, right? And if they don't attach to the corporation, they will find a public government job for them to work at, like child support, social services. This is pseudo welfare. This is a pseudo, because primarily in those government offices, who's working in there? It's like 80% women, 20% men. This is a pseudo welfare. It's the ability for the state to say, okay, we'll give you a support. And then they probably give them benefits, access to shit and whatnot. So if I'm the state, because I am the state, I am Cochellini, I understand they cannot support all of them. Yeah, working at the DMV, this is all pseudo welfare. This is just a step above welfare. It's a better welfare position. Okay. Yeah, AR, HR managers, these are all, we just going to create a job support system for them. HR is a job support system for primarily women. And then they get to work in a corporation without actually putting their hands on the cogs and the, in the, in the tools and the, they could actually have a job within the corporation without, without touching what the corporation actually does. Okay. Now, <laughs> with that being said, if I'm running a country and I know inherently most women need support and they're going to lean on it. They're going to go get extra welfare, extra this. They're going to lean on it. I have to be able to do so with men helping. I can't have men running around here. Look at the black community. They're a microcosm of what I'm explaining. The black community tends to have younger women getting impregnated by irresponsible men. Typically, that's the stereotype. This causes a catastrophic event of a legacy that woman's going to need social services for the rest of her life unless she gets a man to marry her, a stepdaddy. If she doesn't get the stepdaddy, she's going to drain the system. Or what I say, she's going to get out more than she puts in. I don't care if she has a job. I don't care if she's paying taxes. Most of the time, she'll never write a check to the government in taxes. She'll always have child tax credit. She'll always have she'll always have stuff to to, to counter whatever she's earned. So she's going to take out more than she puts in. That is a drain on the tax system. If you have a majority in your city that's doing this, 
you basically have plantation over here, overlord master over here. Government state is the master. You got plantation in Milwaukee, Chicago, Gary, Detroit, Cleveland, right? You see what I mean? But these people want a voice. They also want to be able to dictate who votes in. They also want to vote in based on this support system. Based on supporting the plantation. It's a, if I'm running a country, this is actually, this destabilizes, this this disables the, the, the state or the city to do what they can to do effectively. If too many people are doing this, if too many people are doing this and not getting control of this, it's not good. <laughs> it's going to collapse, right? It's going to collapse. So you basically still have pet plantation structure of generations of people still being supported by plantation owners, master state politicians and whatnot. They just, they never go down to these plantations. Every now and then they'll send a white man in to see what's going down on down there. But they literally are supporting people who can't support themselves. All right. And this is not just, this is not just uh, lazy people. This is people who many times have kids outside of the state structure. They tend to, that's how they create. Uh, but it's creating chaos and dysfunction. It also creates crime. I mean, this is a mess. It's an absolute mess. And I'm not trying to stereotype people, but I think of things always business first. My skin doesn't think. My skin actually does what it does, but I don't think with my race. I don't think with my skin. I'm always thinking about the money. Right? My race doesn't have an opinion. My skin doesn't have an opinion. It's always like my brain. My brain doesn't know what race it is. <laughs> right? So I have no support system based on that. Now I could think about it, but I'm always thinking about the money first. How does this affect the money? <laughs> Right. This is a mess. It's an absolute catastrophe. So anyway. Anybody that thinks with their race are low quality thinking individuals, and I would support that you change your opinion primarily, even thinking with your gender can sometimes disable you. It disables you. So if you think gender first, race first, you're on the lowest level of thinking of any human being here. On planet Earth, the 93 million square miles of planet Earth. But do you? Don't let my opinion sway you. <laughs> All right. This is a major distraction for you. Shout out to Jake Wish says, in Nigeria, there are two types of wedding. White weddings, which are sanctioned, uh, state-sanctioned weddings, and village weddings, which are done under the village rules. And interesting. Okay. Interesting. So, um... So uh, I'm asking if you do a village wedding, what does that mean for your marriage? What if you get a divorce? What, what does the village do? Can they beat you up? I don't know. <laughs> Can they beat you up as a result? Uh, let me see here. Oh, one more thing here. Oh, you know what? Somebody brought this out. Because someone's talking about the reading rainbow community. The Reading Rainbow community has the ability to marry in almost every state. And I'm not getting in between that. You do what you do. But I'm going to tell you, that's another reason why you can actually lean on God is not in marriage. Because if it was, it would not be. It would That case would not be. If God was indeed in marriage, it would be, it's pretty clear. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear. I'm not a Bible scholar, but it's pretty clear that 
the Lord don't support that. Now, with that being said, with that being said, it's pretty clear that state supports the marriage. There's no God in the marriage. If that, if that can be, if that can be possible, right? Mm. If that's possible, and ladies, there's women that don't care about that. They say that's possible. That's them saying there's no God in marriage. But listen, you guys do you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. You can't say God's in marriage and then go there and do that because I think that's going to be a conflict of interest. It's going to be need to separate church and state. And then you have to separate God from marriage. You have to. On, on principle. Now, you can, you can argue the ish, but you arguing stupidly. I mean, that's a stupid argument. But anyway, uh, thanks for reminding me. I meant to make that point. But listen, I'm not against them marrying. I think you're just, as, as a divorce lawyer once said, you're just inventory for divorce attorneys. So when you get married, you're just inventory for divorce attorneys. If you're still with me, I'll play the clip where the divorce attorney in the documentary said this. He says when he see marriages, it's just inventory. He doesn't see it as love or anything like this. All right. Um, and I can prove that to you real quick. Doesn't see it as, uh, let me see here. What is it called? Divorce Corp. I'm going to show you it. It's right at the beginning of the movie. It's right at the beginning. Okay, he's going to say this. So we don't have to go that far out. Oh, damn. It's actually, I actually landed right on the clip. <laughs> All right, that's actually crazy. Right on the point that I wanted to land it on. All right, you guys see this, right? All right, so I'm going to play the clip. Listen to what he says right here. Let me go back. They get divorced. Since I started in 1949, when I passed a wedding, I think to myself, that's inventory. You heard that? I'll play it again. I'll play it again. This is from the movie documentary Divorce Corp. So let's play it again. Get divorced. Since I started in 1949, when I passed a wedding, I think to myself, that's inventory. Damn. So when you talk about uh, reading Rainbow and that type of stuff, I think, and you have to acknowledge, that the people who pushed for that to pass, and you can look it up in California, were lawyers. Lawyers pushed for the Reading Rainbow community to be able to marry. Whew. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely be sleeping with one eye open, but I it's the truth. W without their approval, it never would have went down. All right, so that is going to be future income. In fact, if less people are marrying in America, wouldn't it benefit them and to know that they could have more inventory if they allow this group to marry? It's because people are marrying less. Heterosexuals are marrying less. But guess who's marrying more? But anyway, <laughs> let's continue. Shout out to Dennis. Oh, it makes me sick to hear all of these truths and know that we have to go through all of this stuff. CG is the GOAT. If she's not happy, it's worse than he said trust. Indeed, if she's not happy, guys, I'm not happy. <laughs> all right. If she's not happy, boy, she could turn your world inside out and upside down. All right. We're getting close to the end. Roberta Moreno says, I heard an audio from slavery times in the U.S., when they uh, were just freed and the slaves were like, eh, when they found out they were free, plantation mindset is bad. Yeah. But the reason like they were and because they knew they were toast, like they couldn't do anything. I mean, imagine as much as you would want to be seller. And actually, you can prove this. This is what 
created the sharecropping is that the slaves were like, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> right. As much as it sucked, you had them going. Now what? The problem with the South Reconstruction was there was no plan for them. Right. And they just it created more slavery, slavery through finances, slavery through debt, slavery through uh, criminal persecution, uh, prison industrial camp uh, laws. Jerry, I mean, they just created a narrative to actually keep people in the bondage of slavery. When you understand this, that wasn't that long ago. Ninja, we still living that. That was more like five generations ago. We're still living that out. We're still getting that full effect. Okay, they had nowhere to go, right? And it was like, what are we supposed to do, right? Oh, we'll give you 40 acres and a mule. That didn't happen. I mean, right? And they swindled you out of property and, you know, just finagled you. A lot of people lost land being finagled or in debt. That was another thing. Or they had vices, men who had land, who ended up with sharecropping and land. They ended up having vices with women. Um, they had uh, gambling debt. A lot of people who you think your land, the land got stolen, it didn't. Your great-grandpappy gave that land up because he had debt. He was hooked on women. It was easy to finesse these ninjas. Here's some big thigh, big booty girls. I mean, there was a whole bunch of bullshit going on. It is what it is. Shout out to Juneteenth. All right. Anyway, it's all bad. All bad out there. And they also sent in their Yankees to say, we'll give you support. <laughs> they sent the Yankees in and said, I will treat your syphilis. This is happening. And the Yankees came in and uh, treated their syphilis only to find out they treated none. You know what I mean? Like, damn, it was bad, bro. History is cold on these people. Where are we at? Mr. Garrett says Hafiz didn't dress for the debate either. Someone should have fixed this collar. By the way, God ain't in my marriage. Lawyers in the state are now in her family and friends. God ain't showing up yet. Close the casket. Yep. Anybody that goes to a go through a divorce or a breakup of a, a, a relationship. When you wait for God to show up, you're going to be a waiting ninja. He ain't never going to show up. Shout out to uh, him says trust everything. Wait, trust every time in court, it says the state versus me. I already read that one. So um, the Bible said, oh, I already read that one. All right. So that means this can come to a close. I think we, oh, you know what? I better check the old cash app because sometimes brothers get uh, hooked on that one. And uh, they would like me to read chats over there as well. So let me see if I can pull that up. But as you exit, please hit the like button on this stream. And uh, did I get Lawrence? Lawrence, the Mac says. I'm the same way, coach. Why debate? Wait, why date her to debate her? Yep, Lawrence Mack. Ladies, I, ladies, I don't debate women. I don't. Like, I don't see any purpose because we all know how this is going to turn out. And I don't debate emotional men. And men that y'all wanted me to debate has ended up showing that they're emotional. Ninjas walking off the stage. Ninjas going crazy, calling people. What did they call them? They called him something. I can't remember that funny name they called him. And y'all want me to debate with them? What was the dude that, yeah, don't waste my time. What was the dude that they 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 called him? I can't remember. Shout out to my line. The Judah said, God is real, coach. Shout out to you. They called him a, a, a milly mouth. I can't remember what they called him. Shout out to uh, Quentin says, so much damn wisdom in today's podcast. Had to tip. Thank you, Quentin. Nah, they called him, yeah, what, douche nozzles. Yeah, ninjas called it ninjas douche nozzles. Ninja, I never get in the ring. Debating nobody like this, bro. All right. 
coming out and then just hitting dude girls with bottles in the face. You should debate ninja. Don't ever get me in a in an arena like that. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever, don't ever put my name in conjunction with any of these people. <laughs> right, please, man. CGA stands alone. He's the lone wolf. Oh, and we free agent lifestyle for life. And he's the king of kings. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. Get we out of here. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you.